coming in on three, two, one. Welcome to another episode of Bruce Booze and Reviews. Yeah! I like this shot full of shit. That's about it. <laughs> was that was that recorded? <laughs> a sperm bag of sounders. Bananas kind of pissed me off. And the average for the beer that everybody loves is really high. I like getting shit on. It's not an episode if you didn't make something up. Tangerines are whores. Hey, Bo. Bo. Bo's here. I signed a book if you know how to write. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay, because we don't know how to read. Draw us a picture of your name. You do have to change your shirt, though. All right, welcome to Brews, Booze, and Reviews, a childish podcast about adult beverages. I'm your host, Knox. With me today is Big Earn. Big Earn here with... The original podcast pants back on. Yeah, you got them on finally. Yeah. It's, it smells like it. Yeah. <laughs> smells like mothballs and me. I never smelled yeah, the mothballs before. Me, me balls. So just mothballs. <laughs> nice. And it's, also we have... Kind of a coincidence between mothballs and my balls. <laughs> yeah, they're both old. That's not uh, what I've heard. <laughs> small. Little blue. Little blue. Big little. Urn's got little blue little balls. yellow, different. That sounds like a Christmas song. <laughs> little blue balls. <laughs> oh my goodness, and now so Chris. How's it going, oh, Chris? Oh, finally for the final time. <laughs> How you doing? I've been waiting for this moment for fucking four years. <laughs> I wouldn't have to do this again. Yeah, fuck oh. this shit, right? I don't have to wake up on Sundays to do shit anymore. <laughs> right? <laughs> Wake up. Can I, can I still go to bed at 7 o'clock, though? <laughs> I am going to miss that. And forget yeah. everything from 3 till then. I am going to miss the teleportation from here to home. Yeah. That's always a fun thing. Yeah. See, it's not blacking out. It's time travel. Yeah. So uh, this is our last regularly scheduled episode of the podcast. Uh, if we do ever do anything in the future, it will be whenever the fuck we feel like it. So stick that in your craw, audience. <laughs> this once a week thing has been fun, interesting, learning experience, and meeting a lot of fun people. Uh, but hey, once a week is a big commitment. Yeah, I'm going to miss the guests. Yeah. Not so much eh. the hosts. Nah, because <laughs> fuck yeah, you know. <laughs> I can relate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to miss some people, and unfortunately they're not here yet. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we do have some people here that are pretty cool. Right, oh, yeah. now, right now, we have on the on the microphone, we have uh, Nathan Rowe. Hello, uh, podcast audience. How's it going? We're doing uh, really, Are you, uh, you going to wait for the response? <laughs> Great. Hey, are you oh. expecting applause or something? Oh, tough crowd. Tough crowd. Oh, yeah, silent yeah. crowd. Not getting anything back. Oh, yeah. Oh, so you, you, you're get, used to that. <laughs> we got to get a, all the sound. Up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It comes with the territory. <laughs> this is Knox's final time to use all of the sounders. Yeah, every one of them. Get I them mean, out of your system. Let's you know, do them all in a row. That's uh, a good one to do first. Hey, when we put a go on brick, I got about eight more to add to this thing that I forgot to do before uh, okay. the episode recorded. But uh, also we have with us Ben Revere. Hello. Whoa, hold on. Guest number ben. one. Oh, okay. I was going to say, yeah. who's Ben? Formerly guest number two. Now guest number one. And now you, you're done. Yeah. So I'm so. out of a job. <laughs> you're just I'll out of a job, I guess. I like how you guys are just saying things that you're used to. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be out on the street, guest for hire. 
I saw you uh, hosting uh, one of your uh, trivia nights. Yeah, just on the corner now. Yep, yep. (laughs) Just (laughs) just out next to a two lanterns. As as people are walking by to the next bar. Hey, can you answer this question? No, I'm really all I'm doing is just shouting (laughs) at cars. It's just like true or false. (laughs) Okay, drive away. I don't care. No, this is the last show. So I was thinking about this this morning. Uh, How many episodes have you guys done? Uh, this will be number 214. Wow. And that doesn't nice. include uh, the 40. I forgot, I forgot to count. I'll figure it out by um, at our next break, whatever, how many Patreon episodes we did. But So how many bottles does that add up to? <laughs> Fuck. Ernie, uh, have you done the math on this? Get your uh, calculator out. It's a calculator. Listen, calculator. we took a five-digit loss our first year as a, as a real LLP. I'll just oh, say that. I can okay. say that legitimately. Does that include the <laughs> yeah, decimal kn- point and the I know two numbers we, past that? We, we, we've we spent, uh, yeah. You've gone through a case Thousands of dollars on <laughs> um, alcohol. Nice. It's, it's no joke. It's the reason that uh, I have no room for alcohol in my house anymore, even though I have multiple shelves. I'm finding new places to have to put them. Mm. So he's used, he's used like, to bringing them here. It's like I'm, I'm hiding them like an alcoholic. alcoholic. <laughs> like, like a year from now, you'll be just cleaning a so, shelf yeah. somewhere. I was like, oh, look at that. Ah, there's, a, there's a bottle of H. Taylor. Oh, did did you shit. have to put up new shelves? I did. So you started a podcast about drinking with your friends, and all of a sudden, now you're like a top shareholder in Ikea. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> just don't ever go there. You're never going to find your way out of that place. Yeah. Yeah, and we also have on the microphone Santa Al Jastrom. How are you Greetings. doing, sir? It's great. Uh, I'm just amazed that you've gone this far. Yeah, that's so long, right? <laughs> that's, yeah. A, that's dedication or stupidity, I especially after the, the first ratings cast after I was on, and I'm going, hmm. Wonder what list I need to put these boys on. <laughs> Naughty or nice? Well, yeah, that was episode number fifty, by the way. So that was a while ago. Yeah, it was. Yep. But uh, yeah, that was uh, we've done two episodes with you, so this is actually the third time you've been on, right? Yes, that's true. And uh, I think my favorite one was the "Don't feed carrots to yep. reindeer because they <laughs> fart a lot." Yeah. I mean, that's the most memorable experience <laughs> out, of the, out of that episode that I, I got out of that. And um, so, how was this year's Christmas in 2022? It was very, very busy. Busy, as they all are. Okay. So, uh, was, you had a funny story for us? A funny story. Yeah. Okay. We're going to get two stories out of you before you got to go back and <laughs> yeah, do another I, appointment you got to do. I'm still quite busy with it. This being the epiphany, there are people who celebrate, uh, you know, they're not just Christmas anymore. There's people who celebrate, uh, December 6th, which is the anniversary of St. Nicholas's death. Mm-hmm. And then December 25th and January 6th, which is the epiphany. Now, is there anybody here who does not realize what the epiphany is? Is it when the wise men... That's when they finally caught up with where Jesus actually yeah. was after he was born. Oh, okay. And that's when they presented him with their gifts. Yeah. Frankenstein hmm. and Murray, right? Yeah. Let's go with that. <laughs> For this Bill podcast, Murray? nobody's going to know the difference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Mo- most of our listeners are right here in this room. <laughs> <laughs> most of them aren't Except listeners. They yeah. just... Did you say something? You said there's, <laughs> you said there's going to be food today. Where's the fucking food? Food's upstairs. <laughs> no, thanks for for inviting me uh, the for the third time. I really enjoyed coming and visiting with you the last couple times, and I thought we've well, actually invited you like ten times, but you've only shown up. This is the third time, <laughs> right? 
He's busy. Well, he's a busy guy in the presents. holidays. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the time to get him on the podcast. Yeah, he's so busy, but he's got time to go to Wild Terra. Yeah, does, does anyone else have get that look from their better half when you walk in the door and they go, how did you get a key? <laughs> <laughs> so I was living with a gal for a while until she found out I was there. <laughs> yeah, that was oh, what was your excuse? Uh, <laughs> door was unlocked. Yeah. Uh, you know. That was a while ago when you were known as One Lantern Trivia, right? That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Earned that second lantern on the street corner, (laughs) damn it. (laughs) All right. Go go ahead, San Al. So something that has happened to me a number of times, but most recently it came down as being one of those, I have to sit and think about this for a while. Had an adult uh, come to me and ask me uh, what happened to his bike that he had asked for when he was 10 years old. I go, well, tell me, tell me about it. What color was the bike that you wanted? He said, well, I wanted a red Schwinn Apple Cruiser, you know, the Stingrays. Do you mm-hmm. remember those? The Apple crates? I do. Oh, those were fantastic bikes. Yeah. And I had to think for a minute and I go, oh yeah, 1971 was it? Uh, I got back home and I realized that I had an extra one. Did you still want it? Because I think a little boy that I know would really, really appreciate it. He goes, heck no, I want the money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, those I'll are take, worth a small fortune now. Yeah, I, yeah, they are now, yeah, for sure. So, so uh, what about some, like, the most heartwarming story this year that you got? Oh, my uh, gosh. You have clinics handy? Yep, we got plenty of them. You're probably going to need them. Okay. Uh, I was at a, a major event. I do several major events each year where I will visit anywhere between ten and 15,000 families over a given weekend. Jesus. And wow. this, the f- one of the first big events that I do uh, was at, this young man comes up to me and he's not, he's not a elementary age. He's not high school. He's right in between there. And I greeted him like I do several and I, what, what can I do for you this year for Christmas? And, uh, I said, you, you want to sit and tell me? And he goes, no, no, no. He just kind of stood there and looked at me and his head hanging kind of low. And he goes, uh, I just want one thing this year, Santa. He goes, my grandmother just went in the hospital last week and we don't think she's going to make it to Christmas. Can you help her? Mm. I says, no, I don't have that kind of power. I says, but I'll tell you what, if you, if you believe, if you believe in Jesus, uh, Mrs. Claus and I will say a prayer for her each night and hopefully you'll be able to have a good Christmas together. But if not, always remember that in your heart, she'll always be there to make every Christmas as much fun as it was before. Nice. He just said thank you and and walked away and I I had to sit there for a while and collect myself because it was just one of those you never expect them mm-hmm. you, you if you do this long enough you know it's going to happen and I've had several instances but you never forget them you never ever forget them because they always just hit you right there you know mm-hmm. 
Of course. So now that I've brought this party down, yeah. 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 Know, yeah. thanks for coming. Actually, no, that's that was good, a great though. idea. That is such a great answer. <laughs> no, though. I mean, that, but yeah, that's you, you answered that perfectly, like Chris said. Yeah, good on you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. I do what I can, and I've surprised my better half, my wife, who I, she uh, has been with me on a number of those occasions, and she will just straight out look at me like. Who the hell are, are you? you? Where'd you, <laughs> where you get that answer from? <laughs> like, Why can't you be Santa at home? Do you have cue cards? Uh, no. My only defense I can say is that it's the suit. Yeah. Because what yeah. every, and I've been doing this for so many years now, but till now, even till this day, every time I put it on, it changes me. That character comes I out. Fill, yeah. I just feel it just filling me up with whatever I need for that particular instance. It's crazy. Otherwise, walking around on the street, if I <laughs> somebody says something to me, I go, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's you know, Al I'm coming kind of at advanced you. Advanced in years, my hearing is starting to go. Thankfully, I still have my hair. And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, hey, wow, great hair. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. hey, he's got great hair. You got no hair. Uh, there you go, bigger. That's well, pretty obvious. You know, I have, I have a we have a son who is now in his forties, and uh, it's been kind of funny because <clears throat> he's starting to get the the he loves he's got a lot of really great hair too. Mm-hmm. He keeps it a lot shorter than I do, but his gray hair is starting to come in now too. And he's got two young sons, and uh, let's just wait till you have teenagers, <laughs> <laughs> and it's really going to come in. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I wonder if there is a parent out there that has not said that to their like almost adult children or even my, but, both my children are adults. Just wait till you have your own kids. But <laughs> you did get even with me. Ah. And I said, well, I'm going to go in and get the hair and beard done up so that it all is nice and white for Christmas. And he goes, you know, dad, I'm not sure you need to do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Thank you very much. Yeah. That was a good one. Yep. That's do you ever one. do you ever get upset when parents take the presents you've give the kids and they slap their own name on them and take <laughs> no, credit and, for and your be, hard work? <laughs> no, and to be quite frank with you, I would rather the parents put their names on the presents that are the really expensive items, the game mm. consoles, the bikes, you know, the whatever, mm-hmm. the iPads, because number one, I'm a toy maker. I don't make electronics, guys. Let's get up with this. <laughs> and I have to constantly remind the parents, you know, my kid really wants an iPad, but I don't think he afford it. Why are you asking me? I'm a toy maker. <laughs> Can yeah, you make and... an iPad out of balsa wood or something? <laughs> Man, these are light. <laughs> And the thing is, too, I don't have an iPad, but here's a nice abacus. And the thing is, too, about that, too, if 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 uh, a kid from one neighborhood asks you for an iPad, and a kid from another neighborhood asks you for an iPad, and they are from far different income families, uh, what if the the other family can't afford to get that present for for their child, and then now the child's blaming you because, yep. you, but you don't make electronics, That's so it's right. not your fault. I also don't or make a PS5 pets. or Xbox. Yeah, I don't make pets. No, nope. <laughs> no, nope, don't make pets either. That's, oh, yeah. that's nature doing its job. I really want a puppy. Now. You don't do <laughs> cat destruction. <laughs> <laughs> Not in my right, DNA. That's, that's a good one. Let me go home one. and build you a Labrador. <laughs>
Reverse yeah. uh, taxidermy. There we go. <laughs> Santa meets Pet Cemetery. <laughs> oh, now that's a movie. That's a Stephen King book, right? Yes, it was. Wow, you're actually being literary. That's cute. Thanks. <laughs> Somebody read me a book once. I'll bet it was Braille. <laughs> <laughs> There are awesome, awesome pictures in that book. Yeah. <laughs> the last chapter feels great. Yeah. <laughs> when so, I when I felt Tolkien's works, like <laughs> really changed me. Uh, was know, he over eighteen? Of... I hope. <laughs> he's a very he's he's dead. He's that oh, old. Okay. <laughs> he's he is super. I just heard yeah. you were feeling someone. <laughs> Hey, Ben, I got a question for you. Hopefully I have the answer. You've been on a lot of episodes. I, I have. Throughout the four years. I don't remember a lot of them. You don't remember a lot of them? No. Really, ones... really nothing to remember. The... <laughs> <laughs> I resemble Ooh. that remark. That's that's a tough one. Uh, out of all the me- episodes that you do remember, what do you think was your favorite one? Oh, geez. Well, there was like favorite moments. I okay. Mean, a- anytime Chris was not talking. Oh, was, come on. Jeepers oh, 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 and the Creepers. <laughs> no, wasn't there one episode that I did where I uh, actually... Uh, were funny? I, no. No, none of those. <laughs> no, I swear there was on, one guys. where I was Looks teaching. Looks are not everything. No, thank God nobody <laughs> could see me. But I swear there's one episode where I was uh, trying to inform the listeners on how to do a good impression of Chris. I might oh, be yes. wrong. Oh, yeah. There, yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. It, it involves a lot of crow. You know, <laughs> and just yelling. Yeah. And Cheryl yelling. Crow. Just, just like, what? No! <laughs> that's it. <laughs> you just need two words, and that's that's all there is. That's no, I, it, my favorite, yeah. if, I, if I might interject, because that's what I do, but. You're good uh, at it. What, it was probably the last uh, one when we did um, St. Patrick's Day. Oh, when we yeah. when we uh, did the history of St. Patrick, yes, <laughs> that was one of my favorite. Uh, that was uh, I don't know how historically accurate. Oh, that it was, was completely inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> but boy, was it fun! But uh, yeah, well, in any episode, you guys. This have last had... one, St. Patty's Day drinks. Nah, it could have been that. Could have been. Who yeah, yeah. Guess number one, Ben Revere, and it could have been the Peacher. no. It might have been the year before that one. I don't remember. But yeah, your memory is just as good. We as We talked mine about too. the snakes and the staff and the. Oh yeah, <laughs> intro. That was episode one twenty. And we had these drinks. We had the Red Breast Twelve, the Slain, the West Court. Who knows? They'll just have to go back and listen to all of them. Yeah. I guess that's no, what I do. No. Binge listen. We should do that right now. Let's start with one. in order. <laughs> <laughs> Buckle up, fuckers. No, this is like the Marvel universe wow, where you're you gonna start actually, with episode one twenty-two, you... and then go to fifty, and then back up to two twelve, and then down to three. Which episode do you have pulled up here? Because you're you're like promoting, yeah, one twenty. You're promoting a band that years. I haven't been in in years. Yeah, but you yeah, we mentioned cool. them. You so weren't I... even in the band at the time. I don't you think. even <laughs> have the Amazon link. God, I yep. could be making pennies on the dollar right now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, or people that come in on, a, on the podcast so I could promote this You will stuff. be yes. four cents. Yes. <laughs> How about you, Nathan? What has been your favorite episode? Um, I remember I came in uh, and we were taste testing just a variety of like premium beers. And it, I think it was the first ever six 
uh, six out of six. Oh, my God. Was uh, Ham's one of them? Vel- the Velvet Merkin. Velvet Merkin, oh, yeah, and Firestone Velvet, yeah. Walker. Firestone Walker. That oh. beer was so damn good. And yeah. uh, how many other six out of sixes? I don't know that we've ever. Rare... I don't know that any, all of us have ever given out perfect sixes on the same beer besides that one. We've I know, like, close. There was well, one I mean, time. Like, like London Fog from Atypical, I think all of us gave a perfect six, except for one person gave like a five and a half or a five, seven, five or something. Mm-hmm. But we've never yeah. had a consensus all sixes besides the Velvet Merkin, I think. Yeah, yeah. Here it is. If, 2017. Uh, if some of this wow. was written down, I could probably go back and look. You could probably go back. If I would have only known we were having a party today, I could have like, you know, assumed that we would probably Hey, be Bo, you were on yeah. that episode too. <laughs> this is Knox. This is Knox. Episode one twenty seven. Knox Notables Part Five. That yeah. was and and there were that wasn't even like there were two other beers that were like head and above like anything I had had before. I think that was the first episode I was on. So I wasn't used to that like level of good. yeah. I was used to just like hams and like Kona Big Wave, and that was like. <laughs> My my thing, and then well, let's not knock Kona Big Wave and well, Hams there, buddy. Compared to well, <laughs> compared to the, those beers uh, on that episode, yeah, yeah, and we had like alcohol in that one too. We had a bunch: Victor's, Four Roses, Four Square, Redoubtable. I like how sometimes we're oh, yeah. like, just whatever you have, let's just drink it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we had atypical. We had a lot of those episodes. Yeah. What's Creek. in your mouth, I've... brother? Did, did you guys sweat. ever do an episode that involved clam juice? No. Yeah. You sure we didn't ever have Caesars? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I was and just Bloody curious. Marys. What'd you call me? I couldn't hear you. One more episode. One more episode. That's right. <laughs> All clam juice. <laughs> Stay tuned next year. For our all clam juice episode. Just turns into just like turn a fear it into, factor of the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> just turn it into a clam juice podcast. We have the Every coldest week. clam juice in town. <laughs> <laughs> or the smelliest. Uh, anyways, episode 53 was Bloody Marys and some variants. That's when we had the Caesars. Bloody Caesars, the, Ma- the Marys, the Marias, uh, and other stuff. Go look fancy. it up. Yep. So just FYI, just uh, episode nine, 94, Knox's Notables 4. Uh, Drecker's Bumbleberry Pie Slang Du Jour averaged 5.81. So that was pretty damn close to a six by everybody. Yep. Where Atypical's uh, London Fog was 5.8. If only I had something I could put over my eyes where I could see better. Oh. 5.83 something. Over there? Let's get you. Yeah, a, they're right there. Let's get you two Oh, models. they're right here. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Looking for a oh cell my phone God. while he's talking on it. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that. You use your flashlight on your phone you, looking for your phone. Wait, you said you couldn't stay long, didn't you? That's right. I did. <laughs> Ernie, Ernie, just out of sheer curiosity. I have, I have people to make happy. Uh, <laughs> Ernie, just out of sheer curiosity, are you the kind of guy who drives around in a parking lot trying to figure out where you parked? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Push the button. <laughs> Well, shit, I can't even find my keys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we did give the uh, 2019 Utopias all a six. Did uh, we? That, okay. yeah, for my that makes sense. Episode 130 for my 50th birthday. Yep. All right, that makes sense. So we had yeah. two of them. 
So, hey, guys, we're going to take a quick break after this. We'll be right Place back after, filling after up this. Fast. Yeah, yeah. We might be. Yep, bye. It's not that time right. yet, Ann. All right, so uh, we're going to do <laughs> a little cheers you. here. we got a bunch of people down here. So we have some tequila, some G4 tequila, and some 1792 small batch bourbon. Woo. And we have a divided room, half and half. Yes. Divided room. <laughs> oh, my God, I hope we fucking fight later. <laughs> <laughs> like Westside. Pick your fucking teams now. <laughs> Pick right. wisely, too. Let's, let's do our cheers, shall we? I, we can. Fuck off. All right. May your glasses be full <laughs> and your, your spirits, spirits high. high. Cheers. I thought it was may your buttholes be full. Just so you can take it out. I've been saying it wrong. You've been saying that wrong the whole time, dude. <laughs> I always have to read it. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Ah. And we're going to get a couple Water. beers. Uh, get a couple beers this round. Um... I saw some guy from Icewind here. Some guy from Drecker showed up and threw some shit at us. <laughs> All right, we got some, some swing barrel people. Some guy just oh, yeah. showed up with a plastic bag with a hole punched in it. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> this one dude showed up with a mouthful of beer and just spit it into a glass for us. Like this is all I could spare. Homebrew. All right, this this first beer that we're gonna pass around um, was one of our first. Real favorite beers that we ever had. And we had this beer when we went to Atypical Brewing uh, in Minot. Let me check out what episode that was real quick. Do, do, do. Episode 400,000. We did a lot. We've been busy. Uh, that would be episode 100. And that was the Atypical Tap Brewing Taproom Takeover with Eric Johnson. Eric the Red Johnson. So this beer that we're going to revisit. Isn't it Eric the Sour? Eric the Sour. You're right. I'll just give whatever nickname I feel. <laughs> you know. Yeah, he's John the Timid. <laughs> John the Timid as a fierce warrior. That's Frank Curves to the left. <laughs> Fucking A. Yeah. So uh, this, this beer is the London Fog. Still one of my faves. Was this the sixth? No, this was not the six, but it was damn near a six. It was 5.8. or something like that. Yeah, who fucking didn't give this one a six? I think it was Chef way. Kev. That <laughs> actually was me. Was it? Yeah. One of them bitches. <laughs> All right, let's go to the website here. Let's look this up. Hey, Tucker. Hello. What's up? <laughs> <some> Hello. <laughs> Cheer, cheers, trio. It's good to see you. All right, let's go to fucking Insta. What's his nickname? <laughs> Tucker the Timid. <laughs> Nep- nephew Tucker. Everybody's the Timid now. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Well, do do do. I'm trying to find this one. So this. What do you face- to, What do you want to know about it? Well, it, it, it? They make it with tea. Really? Yeah. Well, London so Fog Cream sense, Earl right? Grey tea, I believe. Yeah, sure. Earl Grey tea and vanilla. It says it right here. Oh, oh, look at me. I can read. A smooth, easy-drinking cream ale with additions yep. of Earl Grey tea and vanilla. Vanilla. Yeah. Vanilla. <laughs> vanilla. 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 White. Vanilla. White. Yummy. All right. I'm... We're fucking waiting for anything? Or can no. I, get, it. I, get a, right, I do get a little bit of vanilla on the aroma. Rick needs a glass. Well, then give him a glass. Oh, wow. Mm. This is go. this is a used one. We won't give you that one, Rick. This one's brand new. Brand fucking new. Oh, like Rick, like Rick deserves a clean glass. <laughs> hey man, I spent Rick extra money on a, 
I spent extra this money the, on a real good dishwasher that I could do sanitizing and uh, complete rinse of glass. This is the first time I've seen Rick since I haven't gotten a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> my my niece cuts my hair. She lives in Mapleton. So every time I get my hair cut, I have to stop into Icewind. So this is the first time he's not seen me a little shaggy. <laughs> I feel a little embarrassed. <laughs> nice. So has everybody got a little glass of this yet? <laughs> You're feeling you a little shaggy, yet? but you didn't do it. But I didn't do it. <laughs> it wasn't me. It wasn't me. All right. The first thing that really sets this beer apart for me is that vanilla and that tea just mix so well together in the nose. Yeah. It's such a sweet flavor. And the cream ale's just got a nice uh, hazy look to it, but it's not completely hazy like an IPA would be. My favorite part about it is it's delicious and drinkable. Yep. <laughs> yep. It tastes it's, good, and you can fucking throw them back if you want to, or you can sit down and just sip on it. There's more cans than and, and And not be a drunk about it. Yeah. But you, can, you, a, can do, you can do it you either could, way. But, but being <laughs> a drunk about it, you could drink yeah, quite a Chris, few Chris will be <laughs> a drunk Absolutely. about it, though. You can you can straight up alcoholic this one, or you can straight <laughs> up be a connoisseur about it. Are you a, from are you a big t- cream ale fan? I am. I'm not a big cream ale fan. Ernie is sure. Yeah, I'm not huge on them, yeah. but uh, I mean, I appreciate uh, uh, them when they're done well. Yeah. I like well, the corn know, adjuncts in them. Honestly. I'm see, that's I'm not a huge cream ale fan. Okay, like not not my drink of choice, but. Appreciate good craftsmanship. Yeah. I liked uh, Prairie Brothers Cream Ale was one sure. of my favorites back. Oops, sorry, man. When c- we kind of started doing this adventure, um, yeah, I like this one a lot too. But I'm not keys? sure I really appreciate. <laughs> oh, thank I'm not you. really there appreciate uh, the tea in in this. It no. kind of yeah. dries it out and gives sure. it kind of a little aftertaste. I think that's probably why I didn't give it a six. But it is it is really delicious? Delicious. 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 Yep. Very drinkable. Yeah, good. Yeah, it is wet. Good beer. Goes down the throat good. Fucking yeah. So speaking of atypical, um, I mentioned to Eric the Sour. Uh, is that what you were going to call him this time? Sure, the yeah, other time. Sure. <laughs> that today was going to be our last episode, and he was really sorry that he couldn't make it to the party today. But I did ask him. He if sent he us a message, and he said, "Piss off, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Won't be seeing you around. Again. <laughs> you think I'm driving from Minot for you, fucks? <laughs> you know the traditional Midwestern goodbye. <laughs> fuck <Yeah>. off. <laughs> it's ten below. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Well, by no, the way, well, yeah. it's about that time. <laughs> well, by the way, I forgot to introduce everybody. We have Zach Ramadan on the mic. We have Sean Severson from Swingbill Brewing, and we have Bo Frazee from. Um, from also just down the swing barrel crazy. <laughs> and I'm representing Bone Scout today. Yeah. Yes. Well, so this is a message from Eric Johnson uh, to the crew of, B- of BBR. The contributions you made to the beer scene in both North Dakota and the Midwest have been instrumental in growing the community. Liar. You should be proud. <laughs> you should be proud of the work you've made. And no, I can't pr- trust them. <laughs> <laughs> This beer tastes like lies. We call, we, call, we call that in the ec- educational world an unreliable narrator. <laughs> should crack another one of these open, Tucker. Um, um, you should be proud of the work you've made and your presence will be missed. To the fans of BBR and craft beer in the Midwest, thank you for your support. We can't exist without all you awesome people out there who are drinking craft beer. I hope everyone who hasn't gets a chance to try atypical beer or check out our gorgeous tap room. And finally, rat pussy. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's he, right. 
fucking remembered. He remembered. Rat pussy. That pissed you off so much. You'll have to listen to the episode or else it's not funny at all. No, no it still works. <laughs> Rat pussy's always funny. It doesn't matter context. <laughs> so that, that that was from Eric himself, and we really appreciate him. Um, still, I think... If anybody wants more... Yes, I want more of that shit. That's good stuff. Um, one thing about going there, Eric was really, um, hospitable, uh, atypical was really a, a burgeoning place. They got this whole like little community thing in the back pa- parking lot where they have all their, their shows, their stages, and they were doing murals all over the walls and these little shacks over the side. And, um, it, it's a great community there in Minot. And I think that's a pretty much all these breweries that we went to mm-hmm. all these places uh everybody was so fucking welcoming be it swing barrel or ice wind or drecker or atypical all these places were so just wanted to share the experience uh with Chris us, is working the room there with us with 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 Everybody who wanted to drink, fucking, I'm well, jerking everybody uh, off today. Said, no, I, 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 I said it before. I'm not here to jerk off a goddamn. Since this is the last but, goddamn episode, I'm gonna throw somebody under the bus. There oh, was that shit. one brewery that we went to that kind of didn't seem to care too much. Yeah. They had really good beer, really good tap room, and the. Uh, the I wish a, that was, I wish a knife would fall on them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not gonna name names. But no, that'd be a class. <laughs> but they have really good beer. Oh, brutal. They have good beer, but I yeah. actually have a bottle of it at home. But no, I I think that's the the spirit of the community itself of people that like going out to and drinking craft beer. Everybody mm-hmm. is, you know, you can sit down with people that you've never met before and have a good conversation and drink good beer. And I I just think that's a, a fantastic part of the craft beer community. Here in Fargo, Moorhead, and the the Midwest, and the the places that we went to, the, everybody was like that. Mm-hmm. Every fucking place we walked into, except it was awesome. What's except, that? Except one. Except for Bo. No, except one brewery. Yeah. But, well, yeah. even then, I mean, they welcomed us. Statistics. No, and and I have to kind of take that back because the people that we did chat with there awesome. were absolutely yes. fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's just we didn't get to talk to the people that we thought we wanted to. But, or, we're, or we're scheduled to, uh, but I do got to say this: Atypical lands on our number, our number two in our top download episodes. Look at the look at the room, guys. Swing Barrel Icewind. Yeah, and uh, yeah, n- number three is Swing Barrel with Sean Severson sitting right here. Hey, so, hey, Sean. Hey, what's shaking? Apparently, uh, all of our listeners uh, uh, just drink here in town. <laughs> <laughs> And it's just and it's just my mom re-listening to the episode over and over again. <laughs> well, on number seven, we do have Revelation Aleworks. I want to give a shout out to uh, Ryan Evenson uh, from there. They actually had a street dance for us, you fucking bitches. Yeah, you guys didn't do shit. We didn't. <laughs> hey, Swing Barrel uh, let us in before they even opened the doors. That's a true. I think story. that's yeah, one of really. the main reasons why well, it was the most unlo- one of the second second most downloaded episode. Ice Wind made me change my number on a beer. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it was Rick that was giving you the one four four. He's like, one Chris, or... you're not right. I went, okay, five. <laughs> <laughs> I hey. felt, he threatened me with a falling knife. <laughs> 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 Fucking gravity. <laughs> Super nice. fun times. And yeah, there's Icewind right there, number four. So 
We got Swing Barrel, Icewind, and Atypical right now being represented, and that's pretty important. I mean, the top top four episodes downloaded, that's awesome. I think so, I, hi, Rick. How you doing over there? Good. We'll get you on mic here in a little oh, bit. <laughs> it's just fun. I would say, from our perspective, it's just fun to have people in the community that were doing what you did. And we're passionate it, about it. Passionate about it, mm. and just... Yeah, it's your turn to stroke me off. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's my turn. Here it comes. I'm I'm two fisting. If, if I was sitting between you guys, you'd be happy. You'd be on a ski uh, trip. Yep. <laughs> no, it's good though. I mean, it, it's it's fun. I think anytime you can get together with people that are you feel are worth a shit, and enjoy the conversation, enjoy good beverages. Maybe even, and even enjoy the shitty ones together. Mm -hmm. Right. It's just all about camaraderie and fun. So. Well, that's the fun stuff too. Like we've drank so many really good things and, uh, not I think, too many I think bad we, things. well, I think we kind of made it a point. Like when we came on too, is like, we wanted to share good experiences every once in a while. We, we just grabbed random stuff <laughs> and sometimes it was absolute garbage and that was a fucking blast too. You know? I was going to say, as far as listening, uh, yeah. well, as far as listening, I think. The bad ones are actually funnier. A lot of <laughs> yeah, no shit. Oh, you're doting. <laughs> and it, this deals. one sucks. It tastes yeah. like fucking piss. And it yeah. gives us yeah. a little bit of legitimacy too. That fact that we're gonna tackle the shitty stuff and call it shitty. You know. Yeah, and yep. only one. Uh, I think. One well, there group, was three three beers. No, but one one group reached out to us and said, "Hey, man, <laughs> oh, you really shit on our stuff." <laughs> Can we buy that episode? And they're like, "I uh, I don't think you had a good bottle." And so we we're like, "Well, then send us another bottle, and we'll." We'll reevaluate, and if we were wrong, we'll change what we said. They, they never, never sent us anything because nope. they were like, "Yeah, we can see now. That was probably his shit product." Uh, just, shit uh, he called, he called us out on it. Yeah, <laughs> called my bluff. And that's, say, this I mean, those dudes are aces in my book. <laughs> yeah, Ace Cider. Uh, <laughs> we're not calling them out. Well, I'm going to call them out because I did before. I actually read the email on the episode. I'm actually going to try to find that episode. I think that's the, email the beauty. That I sent. That's the beauty of beer too, though. Like you can make. You, you're not going to hit a fucking home run every time. Not if you don't swing barrel. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> swing barrel, barrel, swing. Yeah, that's that yeah. was horrible. I'm sorry, but yeah. <laughs> but you don't, and I think that, I think that's what's part of the fun too, though. Like, not every beer that you make is good. Hopefully, not with that. You know, hopefully, you're not putting out too many <laughs> shitty beers. But if you do put out a shitty one. Yeah, fuck it. We'll be called on it. No big yeah. deal. Well, move I mean, on. Make another good one. You, you got, we'll just you got do to a call two for out. one crawler, growlers yeah. on them or something. Just get yeah. rid of it. Throw it out and to, here, drink this. My best artwork always ends up on the shit beers. <laughs> 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 I really knocked, yeah. knocked it off. Are you calling that one. Sweet Barrel oh. shit beers just now? No, there's another one that I used to do uh, that's artwork for that is closed now. Oh, and, that's right. And, no, well, they I'm need kidding. it. <laughs> <laughs> they need uh, good yeah. art on the bad beer, otherwise it doesn't sell. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> a good point. Wish, I still thought that was pretty we good. We should beer. look back on all the oh, breweries yeah, that we shut down. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Four of them, yeah. Yeah, we shut down a few places. There's the, right, the taproom takeovers and the uh, taproom takedowns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. This is from uh, Jeffrey House, founder and owner of Ace Ciders. We Our don't need to read the whole thing. Oh, come on. This is really no. good. It's a short one. Oh. A pumpkin cider should not yeah, taste the vinegar. Said. I'm concerned that you had a bad oxidized bottle up in North Dakota. Our brands have won numerous national international awards and are of the highest quality and are universally praised. It's universally? Yeah, well, those people are ididiots. In the universe. <laughs> <laughs> PBR won a ribbon at one point, too. 
It's obvious that your panel of judges dislike things pumpkin and love to swear a lot. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> fucking true. What I the fuck did he mean? I love how he didn't have the decency to wait till he got home on his computer and sent it from his iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> Mad in traffic at a stoplight. These motherfuckers. I <laughs> uh, can't say motherfucker because I'm going to talk about their swearing. Some dude in an apologist honking behind him. He's like, I'm busy. <laughs> These guys hate pumpkin. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. You know, everybody's taste is different. So there might have been a really good craft of beer that just wasn't my thing. And I think I, we all I tried shit on to be, it yeah, I tried to be, <laughs> try to be like, yeah, this is exactly what it says it is. It has all those flavors. It's just not my cup of Earl tea. I don't think there was one of us that liked it. <laughs> so this is my response. Oh, yeah. I said, hello, Mr. House. This is Knox, the producer and editor of Brews, Booze, and Reviews, getting back to you. First of all, Thank you for checking out our podcast. Right? <laughs> he, he must have listened. The shit sandwich. Got, yep. got the view off it. We appreciate all emails, comments, and concerns regarding our show. While we are not trained professional Cicerones or sommeliers by any stretch, we stand by our Roman Big tasting words. notes. I'm American. <laughs> Secondly, if you feel we got a bad or oxidized batch, we welcome the chance to revisit your cider sent straight from Sebastopol. If I shit on your stuff... And you sent a response, and we asked for it. Would you? You would send out another can to us, wouldn't you? And be like, okay, let's well, try go this fuck again. yourself, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here, take this fucking crawler and shove it up your ass. Yeah. You'd probably say, oh, the best episode they had only had two hundred and some listeners. If your crawler, <laughs> if your crawler was tapered, I'd try it. <laughs> so then I gave him a studio address, and I said, I promise that if we get two bottles of the pumpkin or several different varieties, if you would like us to do an ace takeover, we will put them on the very next episode we record. Thirdly, our episode topics can range from random to themed, and being so close to Halloween, I love to bring in the pumpkin market so others who might want to try some pumpkin flavoring in their brews can get a heads up on what we think is worth their money. Fortunately, not everyone on the podcast likes the same things, which makes our show great in my opinion. Unfortunately, the two co-hosts that would have rated the episode and your cider higher are either out of state working or taking a sabbatical from drinking for the time being. <laughs> Drugs. <laughs> Rehab. <laughs> Jail. <laughs> I like to call that reboot. I got, I got trouble for stabbing yeah. a fella. I just need a timeout. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, we are not PC, nor do we claim to be. We swear, and we're okay for, for now with the limitation that puts on us being listened to by everyone. Some folks find cursing amusing, some find the language familiar, or don't carry the way. And others get turned off by it, but I don't think we'll be changing that anytime soon. Fucking cunts. Uh, being that we're doing an alcohol podcast, we don't I like do it for use kids. This is an exclamation point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we appreciate the interest and honesty, and we hope that you and others in your company will continue to listen to our podcast and get some laughs. Respectfully, Knox. There, it wasn't that respect. It was pretty respectful. There was yeah. one episode that we tried to stay PG 13 on. Yep, and that was with Aaron Yonke. Yeah, junkyard because his daughter Madison wanted to listen to the episode. Yeah, uh, that lasted eleven minutes. Yeah, I, <laughs> hey, I think Chef Kev was the first one to say something, and it's like, oh sh shit, oh fuck, shit, 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 So I did bleep out. I did do some bleeps. I did do some uh, edits on that one, and it was our, our probably only. How did you PG... have an episode? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so welcome to uh, we're a childhood podcast about adult beverages. Cheers. Beep. Yeah, that was... <laughs> and this beer. Beep. 
It was just an hour of Morse code. That's all it was. Glass is full, spirits high, cheers. Some naval officer was listening. He's like, oh, God, someone needs help. All right, guys. Uh, why don't you dig into that black fridge and get out uh, a bottle of the other atypical brew that I, that got sent to us from Eric. Um, so Eric also sent us not only the Zonin Fogs, but the red one on the sides. Yep. But uh, he said this beer. It's got wax on it. Yep. This beer was Fancy. his. Tucker probably has a knife. My fucking enemy is this wax shit. Uh, he said this beer was his masterpiece. I think wax just, on, just get the wax suck off. Suck it off. Suck it off. Suck it off. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, just shotgun it. Yeah, just do it. You know, if you start stroking it really. Uh, what's the name of that beer? <laughs> what's the name of that beer, Chris? Uh, it's called You're Not Getting Any. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> just wait till I get home. Zimnergastic? I don't fucking know how to pronounce that. Do you have a knife, Tucker? Yeah, there you go. There's I'm a bunny in the top hat on the side. Next so it's festive. beer. <laughs> Bunnies uh, and top hats always mean Chris has a knife. Yeah, I don't think I should be in charge. Am I using the sharpen? What the mother hell is that, Blake? Oh, shit. That looks like awesomeness. He's got a big fucking hammer. This is going to take mm. for an hour. How many yeah. drunk assholes does it take to open one <laughs> bottle of beer? Well, oh. hopefully just one, but it's going to take a while. Hey, have, have Blake Bushy open this one up. You want me to open it? Oh, yeah, he's got, he's got the forehand. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> the fuck you? Yeah, just bash he's it. just gonna <laughs> smash the whole thing into uh, like a Tupperware container, and then we're gonna strain it into some glasses. <laughs> See, that's where I behind, fail. Right I behind you. Free to strain it. While we're while God, we're, I suppose we need some more glasses, huh? While we're getting that open, yeah, no, I am so hey, surprised Rick, that this is from Minot. Can I have of one of your places. beers? Minot? Why? Yeah. Because I grew up an hour from Minot. Where was that? Uh, in rugby. Oh, okay. Right. On. Yeah. And if, if I had known that there's well, beer I, this yeah. good... You know, I had a girlfriend side. that grew up around that area, except for she's from Rug Burns. <laughs> <laughs> but Jesus. had I known there's beer, th- oh my God. beer that Girl. this good just right next to my hometown, I may not have left. Oh, no, rugby is definitely worth leaving. Oh, yeah, it is. It 100% is. Just all people like, look at well, our I graduated from Botno, right? Oh, okay. So, oh, so I'm supposed to hate you. Yes. Luckily, yeah. I do. So. Enemies! Yay! <laughs> Bono, also a nice place to leave. <laughs> but you got the giant turtle Dude, on a snowmobile. I feel like we do. Tommy Turtle, what a pile of shit that is. So at one point, the argument was, we've got this money to spend for the community. What should we do? Indoor swimming pool or a turtle on a snowmobile? And they're like, turtle on a snowmobile? Clearly, Obviously. because that's a tourist attraction. No, what the it'll fuck? Br- it'll bring of. tens of people in. Talk about every s- decade. Talk about poor decision making. These the, guys should make pumpkin ciders. <laughs> the only people that are going to go visit Tommy Turtle yep. are the people who accidentally yep. stumble upon it because they accidentally stumble into rugby and are like, oh. Yeah, because yeah, they got-, got a flat tire. They go, oh, <laughs> fuck, we got to stop here. Oh, there's a turtle. That's I, dumb. I used to work at the restaurant right outside the pillar in rugby. That's like, you're in the center of the continent. Yeah. But it hasn't been there in like 20 years because of erosion or some shit like that. That pillar's <laughs> still there, I, but it means nothing. Yeah, especially <laughs> since the town lost the trademark, so yeah. some dude bought it. <laughs> Yeah, so now it's where is that trademark now? The once center of some the bar continent. bought it. Yeah, uh, Sabrina talked about it. Mm-hmm. I think 
Yeah. Hey, and, uh, before you open that, make sure you're. But apparently, it. neither of those places are it either. Yeah, it's like, literally. So it's literally in a slough, like just yeah. south of town. We would assume you yeah. would know that, Blake. <laughs> and I had a friend who actually took a GPS, like at the time, to find exactly where it was. And he took his boat into the middle of the slough, <laughs> and he put a wooden stake, and he just wrote on a sharpie, "Here's the real one." <laughs> nice. I just think that it's funny that you can just lay claim to something. Oh, yeah. And as long as no one else disputes it, you're like, that's it. Yeah, that's my moniker. Yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can claim anything about yourself, too. My, yeah. fa- my favorite is when people yeah. claim things that are weirdly specific. Like, oh, we're the best cheeseburger north of 12th Street. <laughs> well, then why don't I go south of 12th Street? Don't worry about that. Just just, just look only Blake on this side. rugby. Yeah. Well, like... <laughs> Craziest people this side of the Mason Dixon. Like <laughs> you have to go either really you have to go either really big or really small. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. the best artist in my neighborhood, even if I have to move. <laughs> yeah. It's like how I I won second place in my county's watermelon eating contest. The fact that there was only two entrants doesn't matter. Fucked <laughs> <Yeah>. up. <laughs> It was me and drunk me. I'm like, <laughs> the only ones that entered. I'd like to thank uh, God for this award coming in second place. <laughs> he was really with me in my time of need. Uh, you know, that's why my cards say international dance champion. It's not. Until <laughs> so someone calls you out on it. It's not wrong. Because nope. I did tell people, I did have people give me gifts for my dancing in multiple countries. I'm like, no, oh, that makes me a dance champion. <laughs> what, uh, what kind of gift? Canada. Blowjobs mostly. BJ's. Nice. I'm, an, I'm an Oreo stacking champion as well. Mm. Yeah, I did that in like fifth grade. I won a poof football, which is generic nerf. <laughs> a poof? <laughs> yeah. It was, it was at the, the opening of a Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> they, they honestly had a watermelon speed sitting, speed well, we sitting clean ones contest and an Oreo oh. stacking contest. Yeah. Got it. Did you get to eat but yeah, Oreos? In, in Canada, uh, this one of the DJs was like, we're going to have a Michael Jackson dance contest. Come to the DJ booth Uh-oh. and register. Oh, so I went boy. up there. I went, you're really having a contest? He goes, no, but you would have won. And he gave me a Jack Daniels shot glass. Nice. And a, fr- and a free drink coupon. So that's one win. And a blowjob. That's one win. You would have won. That was unrelated. Corey Feldman no, was there. That, then, that was not transactional. That was separate. Yeah. That was a transaction. Blowjob. Yeah. Yeah, nice guy. Yeah, the shot glass was business. <laughs> oh. The other part was pleasure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then uh, you when, I was in, well. when I was in Jamaica, this guy Thanks liked both. my dancing and gave me a bottle, said I was the best dancer out there, gave me a bottle of rum. And then the blowjob. championship number two. <laughs> and then uh, at, at a Corwin Christmas party, oh they had boy. a dance contest, and I won a t- television for winning another dance one? contest. So, God damn. That makes you me better give it to Blake. It'll take him 10 minutes to open it. Three times. <laughs> sort of. Three times. That's right. I never put Love that. Love you. Three yeah. times. Three no, times. No, if we were number one, we would be quitting. So every time you go to a, you cross a border, do you dance there? Yeah. Oh, you should. Yeah, and I try and make somebody give me something. <laughs> <laughs> or I steal it. <laughs> Same difference. Every state border, too. What are we goes, doing with this? Every yeah. state border, too, goes into Moorhead, does a dance. Over to Montana, does a dance. I'm going to assume drinking every single time. I've seen people do this. Every single time. Every once in a while, everybody will go... Oh, yeah. Did we pour some? Cheers, cheers. No, we got to pour yet. some for not the yet. kids in the back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, so this one is... Uh, How would you pronounce it? Zimmergistic Mystic. Okay. So this is a 6.8% ABV. It's a barrel-aged golden sour ale with blueberry and sage. 
Blueberry. Mm. <laughs> it sounds like it so should be a lotion. So it's gonna cleanse the room. So guys, this is a wild <laughs> fermentation ale. Sage. I was on that episode. <laughs> yeah, the wild fermentation episodes. Yep. Well, it smells blueberry and tastes like vinegar. Ooh. Wow. With blueberries in it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, you're not a fan of wild fermentation sours, there, Sean? Nope. I, okay. I think we talked about this because we stopped by Swing Barrel yeah. a week or so ago. Yeah, that's and we right. were talking about. You know this. What Weird, we're talk wild about shit. And yeah, that's not our not our game. Uh, you know, and I'm with you there. I appreciate Swing Barrel just making good fucking beer. Thanks. <laughs> I agree. I like breweries that have beer that tastes like beer. Yeah. Thank and, you. And then jackassy <laughs> cartoons on them. <laughs> you know, if, if you have a golden jackassy. ale, it tastes like a golden ale. If you have a fucking porter, it tastes like a nice multi porter. If you it have an like Oktoberfest, it's a yeah. nice bready Oktoberfest. I appreciate. I, I do appreciate pushing the envelope. For the breweries and the places that do it. For us being very new, not cost effective. Yep. Very risky because when you do that very young and nobody likes your shit, then you're dead. You just then, dumped grands. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you could, and you could like separate people who might like, oh, this beer tastes like shit. Amen, not. Rick. Rick's nodding his head. He fucking knows. <laughs> yeah. And, and I appreciate both of your breweries. I love them to death. Absolutely. I do like wild fermentation sours as yeah. well, though. And mm-hmm. when people just go, hey, this is the this is what we want to make, and we're just going to fucking do it. Yeah. Well, if you do one thing, Which, you do it well. Yeah. I mean, that's... And that uh, I, think, I think Atypical crushes these fucking yeah. wild fermentation oh, sours. Yeah. I think they're as good as anybody in the business right now. Them and... Uh, Covert? Covert. Yep. All right. Yep. And Dan um, will be on the episode later. Unbelievable at, at doing these wild fermentation sours. Um, some of my favorite, uh, yeah, I, I think they do a great job. This one in particular. So, yeah, so back to this one. I do get a yep. little blueberry. I almost get like maybe raspberry. Raspberry. I do get some of that sage like on, on the flavor, seeds. though, on the finish. It does get that wild... Wild fermentation funk. I don't taste sage, and, and oh it, it probably has to be a lot of sage to get me. <laughs> my, <laughs> In bed. My girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> so much sage. I came home one day from work, and my girlfriend was cleansing the apartment with sage, and I got 17 feet away from the door and went, holy fucking I've shit. got a boner. Yeah. <laughs> it was so much sage. Out came we, the Ouija board. So we lived in this like duplex. We had to knock on the door for our neighbors and be like, very sorry about this. <laughs> the sage got out of hand. It was, I walked but in. You don't have any ghosts either now. Dude, it was thick smoke. <laughs> it was thick smoke like we are at a fucking club. We killed your grandma. <laughs> <laughs> I just talked to her. Well, not killed her. We finished her off. Yeah. <laughs> we scared her away. She had a happy ending, you mean, or what? Oh, yeah. Jesus. I pleasured her with sage. We're not talking about sage anymore. Again. We're just going down on grandma's. Sheepers, yeah, creepers. So, uh, I back. love that. I love how this podcast sucks now. <laughs> so back to this. I can't uh, hear from the beer. They're beer talking about pronounce. Jack and grandma. <laughs> yeah. This wild fermentation sour kind of tastes like going down on grandma. <laughs> very vinegary. Vinegar, right? Yep. How do you vinegary. have that point of reference? <laughs> That's <laughs> the reason we both have the same point of reference. <laughs> Eskimo Brothers. <laughs> I I love Massingale. I love the tartness of this. I love the berry notes. I love uh, the little fruit undertones. 
I think this is a, you a are another kind of real a fruit undertone. I do my best. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I think this is another banger. It's not my favorite from them. Banger. I still think the it's electric nectar is probably yes. my favorite still from them as their their wild fermentation stuff. Yep. Uh, I think this is really good, and it's better than the. Oh, what was the other? Did they have a carrot one? Yeah, the purple carrot. The purple what? carrot. One. King of carrots sour. The oh. king of carrots. I think this is better than that. Yeah. But I still think electric Carrots nectar might be my favorite. Yep, with the peaches. I uh, I get a lot of vinegar on this, yeah. um, with some of the berry notes afterwards at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, my initial, I shut my eyes and Chris's eyes. Good. I don't <laughs> want to see like any of this. Tar- tart and <laughs> that vinegar is like, yeah, this is. I think it's wild. I think this gives off more of that Flanders red type vinegar flavor, which I don't like as much, right? From the Um, Simpsons? Close enough. (laughs) No. I absolutely love this. And again, if you told me this was from Minot of all places, I'd be like, you're lying to me. Minot is the home of vinegar. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Home of a vinegar where your daughter buys mine. Yeah, the Magic City just wasn't cutting it. They had to. (laughs) Now we're vinegar city. (laughs) But no, I I love this. To me, this has the perfect balance of the tartness of the blueberries and it has a touch that vinegar. I admit I'm very biased. I bias. I cook with a lot of vinegar and a lot of fruit. Mm-hmm. Like I do, I do venison burgers with like a blueberry vinegar sauce on them. That's mm. fantastic. I and think this would be great for that. If Definitely you a throw a fucking sage in there, you're gonna get laid. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. The go-to. Even Sean's got one today. All right. <laughs> no, I think it's absolutely fantastic. I actually immediately went to Untapped so I could like mark this down and rate it so I could find it again and. Fun fact, I found that there's another one. I didn't see what brewery's from, but it's called like Into the Zimmergverse. Oh, really? So apparently this is a naming trend. <laughs> hmm, interesting. <laughs> huh. Zimmerg. Um, <laughs> I can appreciate this for what it is, but it's not my cup of tea. It's a little too tart and a little too too vinegary for me. I'll still give it a 5.25, but, though. But I appreciate all the the... Blueberry notes at the end, and, and mm-hmm. yeah, I to, agree with Chris. I did to, like to the me it's like, uh, electric nectar. What is that? What is the really famous Flanders red fucking sour? Um, we had it on Duchess de Bourgogne. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you just couldn't say it, could you? Chris? Just had I that in the I back pocket, the ready to go. Du- Duchess <laughs> is one of the most. Duchess is one of the most famous and popular <laughs> sours, and I it, don't you know. like and it. And we all hated it. And this one comes in. Closer to that Flanders red, where it's a little too vinegary, but I, I still think it's really good. It's not their best effort, in my opinion. But. Does the Flanders Brewery have a release the hounds? Huh? You said it was like Flanders Brewery or something like that. Do no, have fl- a Flanders red is a style of. Oh, okay. Sour. Yeah, so there, suck on that, fuck boys. I need to go. Ahead. I need to go smoke a cigarette. What? What did some of them? What did some of them think of this? Blake, what'd you think of this? Uh, Wild fermentation so sour. I loved it. Did you? Blueberry flavored. Um, it kind of tastes a little bit like a wine to me. Fuck. Kind of ah, I get that. Yeah. And then you got the um, little tanning the Whoa. Okay. There we go. What'd you think, Tucker? I think it was the best thing ever. God, really? Do you, nice. That, buddy. Do you, uh, Take this next one because <clears throat> this is going to flush. 
flush that out of your system and, and have you reborn. This is really good compared to that last one. Hmm. I got to have some water. Game on. All right. So this next one um, is one I wanted to bring in because it's very it's a very controversial style. It's the fruit flavored or the the adjuncted seltzer. Is there, is there more? Hi, Natasha. <clears throat> Hi, Brittany. Hey, it's our uh, graphic artist is here. Hi, Keith. Cola. What's going on, Britt? Yeah, hey, Keith. I can oh, get behind that. Uh, absolutely. That? Yeah, so this if next you're one. Take a chance, make it taste good. Who's, <laughs> <laughs> who's this by? Yeah, that tastes that's fucking it, delicious. So this one, next one go. is from 903. Well, approved. Absolutely. Sorry. Yeah, this is from 903 Brewing. It's their Cherry Cola Seltzer. Cherry Cola Float Hard Seltzer. This is okay. a I, float. Yeah. I guess the yeah. float. Yeah. Cherry <laughs> Float. Fucking beautiful. Yeah. The nose is perfect on it. They did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aptly named. I think. I think they and hit. Tart. Yeah, they, Cher- hit, they hit exactly what they were probably going for. Yeah, and this is a six point two percent ABV is hard there, seltzer. Nine hundred three Brewers is from uh, Texas. Is there any more? No, this is it. Oh, uh, okay. Hmm. So Th- enjoy what little like, you got. Rather than going to the 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 spice cabinet and pulling out a jar of vinegar, <laughs> you know, go to the refrigerator, make a cherry float. That this is beautiful. Isn't it? It's not bad. I mean, it's got Game that right, nice right texture. Yeah. No, they did. I think. Oh very, God. Very, very. That tastes named. better than it smells. Good. Good job. Yeah. Good it, job, Nano. It tastes really good. Like, did you just pick this up in town? Yeah. I really. Bridgeview like Liquors. Our sponsor. Bridgeview I know where Liquors. I'm going after this. Wow. I. Not sure. And it's a seltzer. And yep. it's a seltzer. And it's got a little bit of light fuzz to it. It's it's like I said, it's heavily fruited. But it's got a really nice, uh, like, finish on it. It's nice and sweet. It'd be good. It'd be I good almost get, like, beer. a little bit of, like, root beer or something like that in there somewhere. It, I it think that's cola. I think that's the float of it. Yeah. Because we associate cola, floats with yeah. root beer so exactly. much. Mm. That vanilla, it that must was, be some vanilla they're doing in there, I imagine. That's a lot better than I mm. was expecting. Kind of tastes like I went to the soda fountain and like the syrup was off or something, but not in a bad way, like in an interesting way. Like back the, in the, the day when they had soda jerks. The kind of way that makes your head feel funny if you drink enough of them. Yeah. Like All in right. that same vein, it kind of reminds me of like when I used to work at a movie theater and like the seven-year-olds would be like, oh, mix all the drinks together. <laughs> the suicide. Yeah. Suicide? Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you guys, you guys like this one? Is this a good, do. decent pick? I do like that. Yeah, the cherry yeah. cola. The cherry cola one. Yeah, cherry beautiful. cola float. For a seltzer, man. I'm not a huge seltzer fan. I'd, I'd drink that. I am almost anti-seltzer, but I would happily drink that again. Yeah, right on. Yeah. What are we drinking here, Knox? Okay. Beer. So besides that cherry Coke. <laughs> hey, what you guys think about that cherry Coke uh, hard seltzer? Did you try that cherry? Oh, yeah. I gotta grab Big that. thumbs up. Sorry, buddy. That's, That's the most American-looking <laughs> bottle I've ever seen. <laughs> but it tastes just like a cherry Coke float, right? Yes. Yes. I mean, it's, it's great. It, I really was I really like, impressed with that one. I like the fact that definitely got the cherry right away. And then the end Finish was the sweet, cola. like you said. Nicola, but like the the vanilla that kinda creamy flavor, creamy, good, mm-hmm. creamy sweet on the a end. Nice mouthfeel. Yeah, it was nice. Very good. And every every uh, uh, ingredient you just said yeah. are all good tasting things. Yep, and in the name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and in the name, <laughs> they did it. <laughs> what are we drinking here, Knox? Okay, this next one 
is from Falling Knife Brewery out of Minneapolis, St. Paul. And this is our highest rated barley wine that we've ever had. I just got the Falling Knife references from before. Yep. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, yeah, not, not great for, for us, but they still make really great beer. Mm. This is a barley wine. This is the fastest around there. This is our favorite barley wine. Yeah. Yeah, this is from Falling Knife Brewing. This is their very old painless. Our highest rated ever barley wine. What do you guys think? I, I think the if you know what you're looking for when you're drinking them, like if, if you know yeah. it says it's a barley wine and, and you kind of do a little bit of research, even just a little bit, mm-hmm. knowing what you're going to get changes the flavor, like changes how much you like it, I think. Changes, it definitely helps with how you assess it. Exactly. Yeah. Like what if you, sh- if you know what you're drinking, right? right? They, yeah. You don't want to like take a bite of something thinking it's a steak and then you get, you know, like ice cream. Yeah. That's not or, or like. Vinegar salad. Yeah, I yeah. think that's the problem I'm having right now because I've never had barley wine before, and I took a I took a swig of that, and it immediately hit me in the wrong way. Sure. So I'm sh- I'm sure if I had like one or two before or knew what I was getting into, I'd be like, oh, this I, hits the barley wine I'm, perfectly. But. What What was the the vinegar one we had first? That was the uh, wild fermentation sour. Wild fermentation. I've never had that before. Mm-hmm. I had exactly the same response. It was like, ooh, Jesus, vinegar. I wasn't thinking that. Yeah, I could definitely see this being a thing that as I try other ones, it would right. very much grow on me. There's a lot of complexity yeah. to it. All right. Yeah, so here's here's how I, I approach barley wines because I really like barley wines. Barley wines is going to give you more of that like really super malty. So what, what basically barley wines do is they sparge less sparge. <laughs> BBR bingo, by the way. They sparge so, on everything. So they do their normal all over the their, place. their normal um, mash bill, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but they Whoa. do a normal mash bill. They just sparge less, so there's a higher qual- uh, quantity of sugars in the wort that's left. They boil that, and, and depending on the malts they use, it's going gonna, it's gonna to give you more of like a raisiny, figgy yep. type of uh, feel. It's going to be a lot more malty. It's going to be a lot sweeter. It's going to be a lot higher in ABVs. Um, and this particular one was Old Painless is a regular barley wine, and they set it to sleep in Woodford Reserve and Maker's Mark barrels. Old Painless. Yeah. That's fucking, yep. that's a good that's name. That's a great name. Where we'll get new flavors and increase in strength. The result is very old painless with deep notes of figs, stone fruit, vanilla, and bourbon. Mm. It's a 13% ABV. Um, the, I think fig, the fig and bourbon is, is right there. You get that little vanilla bourbon yep. stuff in the back end. You get that raisiny kind of like aftertaste. So is this a Predator reference then? Jesse Ventura's gun, wasn't it called Old Painless and Predator? Uh, yeah. yeah. Huh. Yep. Nice fucking call. Who brought the new guy? He's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Stacy's our, our resident uh, uh, movie and television um Super cool guy that I I, sure. I lean on when I want to watch a movie or watch a show. <laughs> There's yeah. a wrestler in this movie. Shit. You know him. You know him. Yep. <laughs> Ryan, Stacy, why don't you tell us about why I rely on you? Tell me about your blog and where. And you just won a fucking award this year. Yep. Um. So I blog under Stacy's blog. It's got it going on. My last name is Stacy. Um. I won an Emmy this year for my work on um a new show for WDAY. Nice. Um. So everything I do is Emmy award worthy. <laughs> right. From Fucking this right. point on, everything you everything. do, we're watching you now. 
And then I host a podcast called the How to Survive a Horror Movie Podcast, where we talk about horror movies and how to survive them. And that's why I got him on the podcast in the first place, because I got him on the Pumpkin Beers and Horror Flicks episodes, the last cool. two. He wasn't there to shit on his cider, though. <laughs> you know what's funny? Knowing me, I probably would have liked it. I love ciders. I've had Ace before, and I like it. <laughs> but he also does another uh, thing called Castaway Consultants. Castaway Consultants, which I do with uh, our friend Derek over there behind Derek Kubitschek. How's it going, buddy? Woo! Uh, where we talk about the TV show Survivor and how to win it. Yep. And he does all the game plans and, and, and reviews on that shit, so that's pretty cool. And he's very smart on that shit, so... Check right it out. On. It's true. Mm-hmm. These these <laughs> general gentlemen are living lives like old guys like us want to have. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh. Thank so what do you guys think about very old painless? I, as a brewer, Sean. Well, from Swing Barrel. I like. Again, I like any beer. That's done well, and like we were talking about earlier, you know what you're getting, and you're you're looking for those specific things, right? Mm-hmm. They hit it, man. That's nice. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not. A, I wouldn't. I would not go to Falling Knife and order a barley wine because I don't really dig barley wines all mm-hmm. that much. I appreciate them. Yeah, and I think this one's very good. Yeah, for a tasting, Done. this this would score high, but maybe not personally. For your what personal I order it. it's always yeah. it's always a matter of separating personal taste from evaluation of a good beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. So that's. So Actually, that's probably hats, the biggest thing. Off. That's probably the biggest thing I've learned from being on this show, is is per, personal preference aside. What do I think of this version of this type of and how drink? they made it? And exactly. Was it well crafted? And they spend exactly. the time to actually yeah. do it right. Yeah. Are the cartoons on the can cool? <laughs> <laughs> and I feel that's an important thing, not just in tasting, but just people don't understand in general. So being able to apply it to something like this, something that people can go out and taste and learn to develop that appreciation, mm-hmm. but understand, oh, I may not buy this again is a very important thing. Right, yeah. make, make, make drinking a hobby rather than a, you know, I'm a, why you're I, late for work. I'm a pretty <laughs> firm believer in that there is an occasion for every every type of drink. Yeah, mm-hmm. and every beer. And, yeah. and I think if you if you apply that properly, you can enjoy a hell of a lot more beverages out there in the world. Yeah, keep an open mind. That was the whole point of the podcast when when Ernest, you know, got the idea about doing this was like, we're just two regular dudes. We want to learn as much as we can about beer and liquor as we can. And what better way to do that than get the experts on, learn tasting notes, go to different breweries, talk That's to brewers. Where I came in as an expert. Yeah, you did come in as an expert, Chris, because uh, on, you, you had the most experience with tasting whiskey, for sure. <laughs> you and were fucking funny. And color. Yeah. How, to, how yeah. to survive alcoholism. Yeah. That's a podcast. I'm <laughs> <laughs> how to survive alcoholism. Absolutely. <laughs> Ryan, uh, Stacey, and Chris to are going to get in that one. Yeah. <laughs> So I've never had a barley one before. That's the first one I've ever had. It's really? good. And that's the thing I've really appreciated about being on this podcast is you make me try stuff I never would try. Uh, you tried to get me into whiskey a lot tried. and failed miserably. Well, I mean, we got to have you try something. Well, those are mostly on the last call episodes. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing I appreciate most is you guys got me to broaden my horizons a little bit. Mm-hmm. So cheers. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much, Ryan. Appreciate I went and that. bought some scotch after the episode I was on with you guys. Which one? Which one? I, I forget which one. I know it's. I have it down somewhere. I, drank it so fast. <laughs> I just I remember I had the podcast on in my headphones as I was in the aisle. Like, which one was it? <laughs> All right, that was budget bourbon blind tasting or the scotch you said. 
Yeah, I think it was... Cameltown and Lowlands. Yeah, it was the Cameltown and Lowlands one. <laughs> I believe it was the Cameltoe. Yeah, yep. let's talk about the Cameltoe. <laughs> I think you were, might have been talking about the Glen, Glen Kinchy. Yes, I believe it was. Or the Akintoshan. Oh, it was the Akintoshan. That's what I picked up. That Glen Scotia is still... I've never had a Cameltoe that tasted like scotch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have. <laughs> you ever seen a... Double uh, teams with our riot. You ever, you ever seen a, a vodka ice flute? Same thing, but with scotch <laughs> and labia. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. We're yes. going to have a smoke break, some bathrooms. We'll be right back after this. He loves talking about that. Tyler. Mjolnir? Mjolnir name when I fuck you. Mjolnir <laughs> is the name of Thor's hammer, you fucking weirdo. Welcome back it, from... I think uh, it was Scott. I think Milner is a town break. in North Dakota. <laughs> Milner is a town. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, we have on the podcast now uh, Rick Brandvold and Tyler Mangin from Icewind Brewing. Hello, guys. Hey. Hey, uh, this is Tyler. <laughs> we got that And we got Blake Bushy back on the Hello. show Mr. APVs himself uh, so... <laughs> Don't they have like the top 10 videos TV show? Uh, I just... It's American Home Videos so oh. I am so glad I never get to hear those jokes after today I know, it's, it's kind of weird for me to be on without Don here Don was always on when I was on I feel like you like need to maybe get a plaster cast mold of his cock. No, that, <laughs> no, we're saving that for you, Chris. <laughs> what do you mean? This I don't... is all day long. Just like Don, Don, Don. We miss Dong too, but Jesus and the H's. Yeah, I'm just kidding, Blake. It's good to see you, buddy. Good to see you. Let's push our fists on each other. Cheers. <laughs> all right. So, so let's talk about Ice Winds frothy headed minty muggins. Have you guys poured a glass yet? No. I have. What? No, stalled up on Chris. Oh yeah, well I'm slow. He's parking. Move. Okay, so Tyler, tell us about this beer. We wanted uh, we wanted to brew a beer for the holiday season, so we uh, we thought that we would do. I've always wanted to do a mint stout, Mm -hmm. so um, I've had a few, and sometimes there's way too much mint, not enough. I figured we could try it. We'll we'll nail it anyway. um, So basically, it's an English style stout. Um, that we infuse with peppermint leaves. Why'd you guys pick English style stout? Uh, we wanted to be more like malty. Because you wouldn't understand anything else they said. If it <laughs> he wasn't really liked the English. accent. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, English mint. We knew the peppermint would add a little bitterness, so we we didn't, wanted to stay away from a bitter base style. Okay. Because if it was a Canadian, it would be a stout. Oh fuck an a. Jeez, <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, I mean, we got a lot of people to show up today, and now you're gonna try and push them out. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! And you guys use Ooh. like real dried peppermint leaves in this one? Yeah, just like making a tea. Uh, we brewed seven barrels. And we have a new tea bag bit. Yep, yep. Put it in a in a smaller bright tank. We pulled some off and infused it. Put it back in. Nice. So it was like making tea. God damn. Well, I got I do got to say I mean, the nose on this fuck. is huge. Super oily and super minty. Did it get that way? Oh yeah. <laughs> we need to give uh, Evan some glasses or a oh. glass or two. He's got some on. No, I mean to taste. <laughs> to taste, man. <laughs> he oh. can, I'm sure he can he see. He can lick his own glasses. I don't <laughs> Hey, watch so... your head, Travis. I will not. It's fucking <laughs> Gilly's <laughs> here. Richard Bourbon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, wh- whiskey dick. <laughs> so I got a question for you guys about the stout. Yeah. yeah. If I could. Um, 
So it's a pretty, I think, overall bitter experience. It's not like for a, it's not a sweet beer. Um, what it smells sweet. Do you think sweetness would make would make this a better beer? Just give us a fucking minute. Lots of lots of mint. Where'd this come from? Tyler brought that. I think I brought that. Yeah. Oh, and we were just talking about that. We just had a. That's why they were laughing. When we were talking about earlier. The, the king of carrots, king of carrot sours. Yeah. So this is Dan from Atypical, or from Covert Artisan Ales in Sioux Falls. He's also like a good wild fermentation expert. So this is one you got to try as well, Dan, for sure. Allegedly. We'll, we'll, we're going to bust this open, right? Yeah. Okay. Excellent. That's why I brought it. No, no, he brought it to put on the Just fucking sh- mantle. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Find me Absolutely. a mantle. It's mm. going on my guitar. Oh, okay. Okay, we're going to the garage. Okay. All right. There's we'll food, up, great. Hey, there's we'll, food we'll, upstairs. We'll come and chat in a bit. Sign, hi, sign the book. Locks. Sign the book, please. Sign the book and go eat upstairs. Have your hat sign the book, too. <laughs> Travis. The um, hat sign the book, too. The hat's the best thing about his personality. Homeschool. <laughs> COVID. <laughs> Is it possible I have one of his albums? What's that? Sandhaven Chuckle? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 100%. Right. <laughs> hey, we found a th- third fan. <laughs> Somebody who bought an album. <laughs> it's not just me and Tori anymore. We love you, Travis. We'll, we'll, we'll get you on, we'll get you on here a little bit. You're generous with your words. We'll get you on here a little bit, buddy. Oh, it's okay. But no, you got to shave will. that mustache off first. Not for a year. I mean, like, <laughs> oh my god! I mean, yeah. it's, it's like, like a honeymoon phase. The, the saddest part is this is all you're gonna get for a fucking year. <laughs> <laughs> for a fucking year, and this is my fucking best. <laughs> oh, that's he, worse than a Keanu beard. He's a lumber chad. <laughs> mm. Well, okay. this is tasty as shit, though. Yep. And I, I, so, your question was, should it be sweeter? Yeah, no. I think. Or what would you do to improve it? Uh, slight bit of lactose, just to smooth the mouth I'd out. I'd have somebody else make it. <laughs> That's a good call. <laughs> <laughs> so would I. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think this is great. Oh, it is good. Oh, bullshit. Oh, that was good. That was good. Mate. Um, just, to, just to smooth out the, the mouthfeel a little bit, just a little bit of sweetness in the end, and that would be it. I mean, this is like a really good pepperminty like flavor and it lasts too. The legs on this are great. I loved it. It, it, it does get a little bitter mm-hmm. at the end. Um, but I mean, it's, it, it's really easy to drink and it's really soothing. I feel like this is, uh, you know, oh my God, we're going to sit around, We're actually going to have a fire in the fireplace type drink after the meal, after all the people that you hate in your family have left. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> and you're just going to chill and relax and be like, whew, glad that's over. Glad we just cracked this. Yeah, you, when the in-law yeah. leaves, then you bring the yeah. ice wind out. The good yeah. Where's the, oh, where's the, where's oh, the, I like where's my, I like my in-laws. It's a, I can't wait till my family leaves. No. <laughs> I love them all. I love them all. But No, this is really tasty, though. But okay, like so. I, but like I told. Um, that label, though. Like, what do you think of that label? Uh, Very holiday-ish. Yes. I was like, Norsk. And our, our label guy, uh, Adam Weedman, Weedco Design, he had to like weave each like digital Knit. stitch in there. 
Like it was a, like a knitted sweater. <laughs> yeah. Weave each Like ugly sweater yeah, contest. Yeah, weave each that's pretty good. <laughs> At least that's what he told us yeah, when he sent yeah. the invoice, we sent I guess. So, I mean, we, we believed him. So, <laughs> so paid it. Some of you old sons of bitches love yeah. digital stitch. He just, uh, just yeah, does beatbox like, stuff. All right, that sounds good. Here's your some of your older sons of bitches might remember the old claymation like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and... and Reindeer. 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 This reminds me of that. Seems like it's old school kind of Christmassy stuff. Mm-hmm. Like a but, Christmas uh, story. Back to the beer itself. I, I mean, it's a stout, so it's not... I mean, unless you have all the adjuncts in there other than, um, you know, the sugar and the mint. Um, it could use a little sage. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm just kidding. That's a reference to um, an earlier joke. Sorry, guys. Uh, uh, yeah, I would maybe want a little bit more sweetness, but not much. Not at all. maple, though. Okay. No, no, no. Yeah, no maple. Because otherwise, you, you get that, past that stoutness to where you're having all the you know. Might as well put some cereal and shit in there too. All right, let's move, let's move on to their Planeswalker Copper Ale. Let's uh, talk about this one. Oh, that's what I'm cra- hammering on right now. Yep. I haven't tried that talk, talk to me about this. this one. one Who, whose like, idea was this? This one smells like a can. Mm. This was our brewer's idea, John. John Carl, he's a yep. homebrew club member. You met John. Pretty uh, homebrewer's oh, yeah. companion, by the way. Uh, yep. We are yeah. sponsored, and we sponsor them as well. So check out, check out the website. Check Be a member. Out. So yeah, John was like, uh, you know what we're missing is a kind of a flagship dark ale. Like, uh, Director's Got Rudder. Fargo Brewing has what Stone Stone's Stone Throw, Throw and DCR has a Ribbon Man. Like everyone kind of does that entry level red brown ale. We didn't really have that, so he's like, "Well, let's do something different. We'll do a, a Kentucky Common, which isn't like a real a style you see Not nowadays. Not very common. Not uncommon. And it's from Alabama. Alabama. <laughs> Shut up." <laughs> I don't Jesus. even think Junkard has anything like that. So the idea is it it's a beer with some color. Mm-hmm. And um, there's just not not a lot of flavor. It's just it's a pretty straightforward <laughs> ale with, with a little bit of crystal malt, and um, it, it you you brew it fast and it clarifies fast, and you know it's a historic style. So it, you know it was brewed. Yeah, you can definitely you can definitely t- uh, smell the grains on this right away from the you can get right up in that right microphone. Up, it feels awkward at first, but oh, that's I'll, I'll put my hand around and get put your hand around. Just relax. Just, just relax your mouth. Look, see how close I am to the microphone. <laughs> if, if you have to put both hands around it, because it's, it's so big. I, bet <laughs> I charge extra for that. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. I, I I come the same. <laughs> this is very myonlyfans.com. So this is a very grainy nose for sure. Hey, <laughs> almost. <laughs> I don't know where it is. Almost, oh, yeah, it's skip. got a very coppery nose too, as well. Um, on the flavor, very yeah. grainy. Where did dry. the beer go? Yeah, where did it go? I passed it along. You hmm. never got oh. it. <laughs> you never let anybody up here pour it. I've, I've had it before. <laughs> Have you? <laughs> Have you tried this one? <laughs> Are you sure? What do you think? What do you think the brewers should do better? <laughs> what I what I do like about it is that it it, it kind of has a, a the legs of like a pumpernickel bread. Or I don't like know a, anything about what you're saying. Like it's got a really nice bready malty like like okay. finish on it. I do get the bready malty. I'm I agree. Not, I'm not sure what pumpernickel is. It's I mean it's kind of a dark cream ale really is what it yeah kinda, yeah ends yeah. Up being, yeah so. It's got, I, I like it. It's, it's got a good mouthfeel. It's thick, mm-hmm. thicker. 
This good is carbonation. A, it's still a good beer to play beer pong with, uh, and I know that because I was <laughs> just a minutes ago. I'm like, God, this is a good fucking beer. Nice, easy drinking, crisp. It's bready. It gives you a little body. Bready, it's fucking yep. cold outside, mm-hmm. so you want something that has a little more body to it. And this absolutely hit the fucking spot, and uh, <clears throat> it didn't make me any better at beer pong. <laughs> so, so maybe you could work on that. Maybe you just need to drink more. If you could make me better at beer pong with your next beer release, that'd be swell. I like that. Maybe you need to drink more. I bet that could be fucking it. Any I more bet. any more comments on the planeswalker guys? I think this would be really good right off tap. Right out of the tap. Directly out of the tap. This would be, or, this would be one of those beers. Uh keg stands. <laughs> I, I'll go with that. I'll go with that. No, but, but this is a it, it's approachable, you know. I think you guys said something like everybody's got this go to, you what? know. What do you mean? Throw uh, not throw away. That's not the right word. But you know what I mean, this approachable something, you know, a darker beer and the red it's or the e- it's copper. It's easy drinking. People but see it's, it's dark. They still think they're drinking craft beer because it's you know doesn't taste like just a regular beer. But most people can drink Planeswalker. Yeah, you know? this mm-hmm. is nice, approachable, chock full of flavor. Good multi. Chock full of something. Yeah. I like being chock full. You can drink this and then look down on the people <laughs> drinking Sundog a little yes. bit. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Beautiful analogy. Those love it. Those fucking people that drink Sundog, huh? <laughs> I mean, we're happy if you're drinking Icewind periods. So. Yeah, no, that's fun. you make fun of your. Is own that stuff. your next beer? That's funny. Period. Icewind period. period. It's a red ale. It's, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So this next one I want you guys to try is probably the the finest peanut butter beer I've ever had. Oh, who wants in? No, 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 Chris. This is why I want. To, for you to try this. Fucking crazy. You love oh, yeah. making you miserable. Oh, yeah. You don't like peanut butter stuff. Either. No. I like peanut butter stuff, but no, I don't like. You don't like peanut butter whiskey. Or I like peanut, peanut butter, butter stuff. Like, mm, let's go with sandwiches. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but you but <laughs> beer and you're whiskey. Fucking, you're taking peanut butter out of its comfort zone, and it's fucking <laughs> embarrassed to be here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So this looks like chocolate, chocolate milk almost. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like. Like if you used skim milk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's... Yeah, this my is going to be... Or my really dirty this. dishwater. All right, so this is from Drecker Brewing. This is their There Will Be Pert Monkey Tail Milkshake. Shouts out to Drecker for dropping off some beers for us. Yes, Mark, thank you so Mark much. Mark for hang, coming out and hanging out for a little bit. Yes, Mark Bjorn said... Wish you could have stayed for, a little longer. Yep, but he's so. he's got hockey stuff with his kids, so... Uh, much respect for that, but and it's very pre- expensive to do hockey. Much, much appreciated, though. Yes, thank very, you, Mark. Thank yeah. you very much. Thank you. That was the first brewery takeover. All right, so this is a banana chocolate soft serve ice cream peanut butter cream of coconut. That's uh, a long name. There will be pert monkey tail milkshake beer. <laughs> Enjoy it. Now this can. is the most peanut buttery thing I've ever fucking put in my mouth as far as beer goes. Is it just? Black <laughs> <laughs> Not like when Ernie butt- <laughs> peanut buttered up his dick. <laughs> well, that was back. That, that was just a, that was back that was in our heyday. That was a small sandwich. <laughs> All right, what yeah, do you guys, it's. What do you guys think about this one? Banana, peanut butter. Yep. Definitely get banana, but and I get I get a lot of that frothy. Pert. Holy frothy! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, like a lot of bubbles on top. 
What, what would you, if you were to serve this somebody, what would you tell them it is? Would you say this uh, is I'd a do beer, this is an alcoholic smoothie? smoothie. What do you... Yeah, this oh, is a smoothie beer. Yeah, alcoholic smoothie, pretty much. The thing with Dracula is when they when they put something on the label, it is that. Yeah. Like they, they don't, don't fuck around. They don't miss. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. They, yeah. They've missed a few. They're okay. not, no, no, no. They're not wrong. <laughs> they're not wrong on what they're saying this is. I no, no, that part they're not. But they have. Is this something I drink? No. I love peanut butter in my beers. And this one is not my favorite. Well, this is my favorite peanut butter. I like it. I like it because you know what? It tastes like peanut butter. It doesn't taste like the peanut butter shells. It actually tastes kind of like peanut butter with banana. And I know, Chris, you don't like bananas either. No. I'm like, so thanks for bringing me on. Like, here's seven things you hate, Chris. (laughs) Now say something nice. Sorry. I don't don't know Um, that I call this beer, though, honestly. It's good for what it, it is. But if someone's like, I'm it's like a, a beer. malted beverage. It, it's not. It's none of my favorite flavors. So I don't know why you wanted me as a part of this part. Uh, it, it's very frothy. I mean, there's still head on this thing. Like, I don't. It, it comes across like a float. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it does. It's like a fruit smoothie. Yeah, who's yeah, um, in it? There. They got the peanut butter better than most. Most of the time, the reason I hate peanut butter stuff is because I don't think it tastes like peanut butter. I think it tastes like peanut oil or peanut shell or peanut musty nuts. <laughs> well, I mean, there's this too as well. Bananas kind of piss me off. <laughs> I also don't like bananas, as you can tell from that. But, I mean, it's 100% accurate. It's peanut butter and banana. Mm-hmm. I well, like it. That's why I was saying earlier. It's like... There's a lot of beers that, hey, this is exactly what it says. It's just not what I personally like. But they did that well. It's just not what I like. But this is like uh, you bring it home to Christmas and your family members who don't drink beer, you bust this out and you show it to them. They're like, what the heck? No. <laughs> right. Yeah. This is definitely one to happen. share. I don't know if I could have a whole lot of this. I mean, I don't know. It gets a whole different kind of people into beer that aren't. It, like, I don't know. I appreciate yeah. you it. You get but. more women drinking this. <laughs> It's a conversation starter for sure. And I agree with you, Chris. I probably wouldn't buy this and drink it regularly. Yeah. Whatever, Tyler. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Just firing them both guns. But it's it's good. Yeah, I mean, it's got its niche. It's good. Hey, you want to you want to talk about niche? I mean, this is super niche. Who oh thinks boy. about who thinks about putting chocolate soft serve ice cream into the beer? That's a like <laughs> drecker, fearless. And then having said ice cream, selling the said ice cream at the brewery. Like I like the chocolate part of it. I do like that part. That's great. But mm, peanut butter bananas. Yeah, you give this to some old timer in Germany and see what he says. Peanut butter and bananas killed Elvis. I'm pretty sure. No, it was the drugs. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was the drugs. Yeah, but they were peanut butter and <laughs> banana <laughs> flavored <laughs> drugs. It blows my mind. Oh, yeah. I'm HIV positive on that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, overall thoughts about this uh, monkey tail? I think we gave them. Okay. All right. It's good for what it is. It's great. Yeah. So, they did everything I mean, they you, said they you wanted You guys want to talk do. about holiday beers? How about eggnog? You like guys like eggnog? Oh. I love, love eggnog. eggnog. No. I love eggnog. <laughs> We're going to try some eggnog here. I feel like it's punishing Chris Day. All right. Well, listen. <laughs> After this, we'll get to the assassin, the $200 bottle of Every uh, joke beer. I tell is an assassin. Day. 
All right, you guys like eggnog? This this looks like cum. <laughs> did, did you say vegan eggnog? Did you think <laughs> one can of beer is going to feed 17 people? There's three more. Jesus in there. did it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Never mind. All right, so. Walking <laughs> off. Uh, what is that one? Where is that? It's on the left, upper. All right, so this one is there up on the housetop, pert, pert, pert. It's Drecker's uh, idea of uh, eggnog beer. What do you guys think about this? I, don't know. I love eggnog. I think it's more like a pina colada than yeah, eggnog, yeah. but it's that good. Was my, that was but it's got, that, it's got that nutmeg and cinnamon in there that makes it that eggnog. The spices eat. are nice. Yeah. 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 Spices, I mean, the smell is great. The flavor is great. The, it's smooth across the tongue. When I first had it, I got the pina colada. That was on tap, but mm-hmm. you try it in the can, you get... More of the eggnog. And, and the, yeah, that nutmeg really pops yeah. out more. The clove pops out more. I get that nutmeg right, right away. Mm-hmm. And like the last uh, monkey tail that we tried, it has cream of coconut on the ingredients list. Yeah. So maybe that's a little bit where that... And secret, I wonder if that secret a, sauce comes in. Is yeah. it a texture thing they're adding that for maybe? I don't it's know. It's Thousand maybe. Island. Not the dressing. Oh. Because my it's eggnog doesn't... Secret sauce is always Thousand Island. Right. God damn it, Knox. <laughs> Sorry. 12-y patties? Come on, do I have to go there? I got that out, sorry. Look at you and Evan twinsies. So what do you guys think about this eggnog beer? Now, I like it. I think it's pretty fucking spot on. I I would drop this about two weeks before Thanksgiving and just let it flow and sell the shit out. It's pretty noggy. Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. talk about frothy beers. Holy. Yeah. Yeah. I think the other one was frothier. I actually, uh, I don't like eggnog, but I kind of like this a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. I'm a fan. It, 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 it hit me a little uh, better than I thought it was going to. That was good. You brought that can out to the brewery, I don't know, yeah. three, four weeks ago, and that's where some I had it. And it was, I mean, it's good for what it is. It's, and they do good I think, stuff. I think it's even sat a little bit longer. It's got a nice, that, that yeah. nutmeg really finishes better now with a little bit of yeah, it's not celery, so if you coconut say. Heavy, yeah, but. definitely got more of the uh, eggnog no. flavor. I like it. Yeah, Drecker is adventurous as fuck, and they, they yeah, it's unreal how they hit everything they say they're going to hit. Are you just tired of listening to me? <laughs> Tyler's taking his headphones off like, this is enough. <laughs> I, did, I didn't sign up for this shit. <laughs> I wish these were noise canceling. So what I was going to okay, uh, go say about the egg, it's not eggnog, but it it's really puts you in the mind frame of eggnog. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like more drinkable almost in a way because it's not so rich and thick and sweet. I think it's really good. Yeah, I rather enjoy it. I really do. Um, I like it. But then again, I'm an eggnog fan. No. So any other co- final I think comments it's an, about this beer? I think it's an eggnog mix. I think you should put brandy or whiskey in it. I mean, that would be a good but, topper, uh, wouldn't it? But that's rum what I do with most yeah. everything. I think rum would be good. <laughs> rum would be good with it, too. Yeah, a good, yeah, four-square rum. If there's whiskey in my mouth... Just wondering if we wanted to ask anybody over there. If that... Yep, we're just gonna crack open that one and try that out and sample that out, and then we're gonna take a break and we'll get some more. Mueller, <laughs> what's Mueller? <laughs> Bueller, break out your Bueller. Oh, it's his day off. I, I've never understood why people want to make uh, their alcohol so inaccessible <laughs> that they. Hey, we should put a cap on it. And there's something over that too. <laughs> 
Well, so, it's because when people age things, they don't want to oxidize. And sometimes I, I, I understand it was a joke, Knox. Oh, okay. You should right, check well, that out next time. I'll get you a fucking dictionary. What is a joke? It's a setup, bro. <laughs> All right, fine. See, not Chris. I want in on this assassin. Yep, that's where we're going next. All right, so this is from Topping Goliath Brewing Company. This is their 2021 Killer Imperial Stout Asian Whiskey Barrels Assassin. This is... Anyone? 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 More glassware. Everybody's fucking thirsty today. I'm I'm glad glad you guys brought your thirst. That's the whole point. Well, absolutely. As soon as you said toppling Goliath, I was like, ooh, give me that glass. Is that the only Has any, is that the only bottle we have of that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, so guys, mon- so we should have started over here. Monitor your samples. That's the only please. bottle that I, I brought. I take barely it anyway. Oh, you brought this place. So okay. Has anybody had anything from toppling Goliath that they went, these guys are fucking garbage? Oh no. no. Yeah, put your hands down. Know the question. I think Toppling Goliath uh, has been almost exceptional at everything. They've got some stuff that's just like whatever good, but they've had more beers that I thought were just top notch in whatever category that they're fucking brewing in. So I'm really excited for this. Oh, I'm very excited for this. Well, I can tell by your attitude. <laughs> like, yeah, me too. I'm really excited, guys. Thanks for having me. Hey, I haven't tried it yet. I've had this for over Put a year. Put your boner away. All right. <laughs> I can't. So this is a barrel-aged stout that spends over a year in barrels, sometimes closer to two, to create one killer brew featuring notes of bourbon, warmth in each sip, and washes over a fudge chocolate base. It's a 13.6% ABV from the 2021. Thanks for bringing this, Blake. You're welcome. Yeah. So this, uh, yeah, this this won a lot of awards. Platinum Medal winner, Award oh, yeah. winner, Best Beer America, Top 20, Golden BA Stouts 2021, the U.S. Open Beer Championship. So this is a, once a little bit of experience, guys. Let me just say, I brought it because it's the last show, celebratory beer for you guys. Appreciate it. Thank you, Blake. I appreciate you, Blake. Thank you so much. Thank you, Blake. I tease you a lot because I'm a prick. And I give it it's right back personal. to you. It's not personal. It's never personal. Uh, we know. Molasses. Yep. I this get, is molassy. Right get, on the first thing on the aroma. I get some good molasses and bourbon notes on this one. A lot a lot of oak. But yeah, that molasses comes up front with a little bit of like that black, black licorice, licorice. licorice in the background. But it's not like Russian Imperial Stouts because it's got that kind of like malty note that comes up behind it that Russian Imperial Stouts don't have. I really like watching Knox talk about things because the way he uses his hands, like, I bet you love balls. <laughs> well, yeah, hey, like, when I'm giving head, oh, I like to tickle a little bit. it's coming up from behind, you know, and you, you taint rub and you ball tug. Oh, my. That mouthfeel is tremendous. Huh? Speaking of balls, I am I wrong? Great, great lead up and execution. Wow. Wow. That's a really fucking smooth mouthfeel. Yeah, I was just yeah. thinking the same thing. And it's got a nice, a nice dry, like that molasses finish, but I've never actually tasted it before, and it's really pleasant. Wow, what what ABS is this? Thirteen point six. It doesn't taste doesn't taste thirteen point six. 
It tastes like maybe ABS. <laughs> Did I break you? Or no, well, ABS is a brake system, you shit fuck. It's also a type of plastic. It has a lot of... Uh, what? A, all good to know. What? Know your fucking acronyms. Such a corny fucker. What's, what's the L level of it? This is, this is no, really... I'm, Dude, I'm with you on that one. I'm 100% with you on that one. This, this is exceptional. This is... It was this close coming out of my nose. This BBR ever it does a good... It's so thick, you almost, you almost want it to have chunks in it. You get... Uh, look at the legs on that. Look at that. Still staying in my glass. Look at that. Oh, my God. You guys had some, right? So this is... 13 point blah, 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 six. Yeah. Th- you don't really taste that at all. No. This is dangerous, man. Yeah. I could yeah. suck that whole bottle down and ask for another. Exactly. If I would, you know, be conscious. <laughs> Can you? Wow. Oh, yeah. You want me to scroll down? <laughs> wow. So you Bourbon. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Fudge, chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Molasses. There's a lot of sweet flavors, and it is a little sweet, but it's not. Yeah, but it's not adjuncted though. It's that the whole thing. It's just uh, how they're, how they made it. Oh, this is I'm, really killer. I would give that a, a six. I would give it a six myself. Yeah, and I'm yeah. glad I have another bottle. Oh, did you bring it? No, he's gonna no, keep it for himself. That's for my own personal okay. consumption. Well, thanks for sharing this. That was. Yeah, I just came up with a really mouthfeel good. on that. That's really nice. What do you think, Sean? Oh, that is your real name. Hi. Yeah. So, what do you think about this beer? Fabulous. Stop with Fabulous. Well, thanks for coming. Fabulous. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> See you later. Bye. <laughs> a, what do you think about it? It's really good. It's got a lot of sweet uh, aromas and flavors, mm-hmm. but not a lot of sweet in the finish. I mean, the fudge and chocolate and the things you were mentioning, like fudge the. Chocolate, man. Uh, it's a so, lovely marriage. Yeah. And it's a little bit kind of old it's school. It's definitely going to end in death. Because like big stouts like this are getting so end. sweet and so sweet and so yeah. sweet. And this, I mean, this is still sweet, don't get me wrong, but it's not like that's the main feature. You no. know what I mean? It oh, still yeah. has enough bitterness to like kind of give you that drinkability and it's... Oof. Almost like a little bit of baker's chocolate. It's a little bit, little bit dry, but yep, that's mm. the stoutness. That's the balance, yeah. Yeah, I really love that that bourbon finish on this and the, and the oak finish on this one. This is really nice. I mean, wow, this is this is right up my alley. This is almost this is yeah. pretty <laughs> just, just <for> velvet murkiny. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sorry, Blake, if I may ask, how much did you? How what's MSRP on this one? Secondary, secondary mark. No MSRP at the brewery. Yeah, sixty. Okay. Oh, that's oh. it. No, but secondary um, two hundred. Secondary is 200 to 250. Holy fucking shit. Fuck the secondary market. I know. Fuck, fuck secondary that. market. But 60 bucks is, that's how to me, is a lot of money for a beer. That's how most people get it is secondary right? market. So that's, that's how I got it. How long have you had it and how did you store it? It was, I had a, I have a cellar that I Microphone. It. it was in my cellar. Kept at about 52. 60. Nice. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll take a quick break. We're going to eat some food and... Have a smoke, and we'll be right back after this. Smoking if you got them. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our distilled spirits section of our podcast, where we actually talk about some really good shit that we got this year. Oh, we're talking about distilled spirits? Yeah. Whiskey in general. 
mostly right now, right? I love whiskey and generals. And right now we have on the show, we have Christopher Larson. Hey, how's Dude, it going? Dude, I, I missed you on our Father's Day episode when we were doing scotch. Cause... But he has a, a new father. I fucking yeah. get it. But I I can't, oh, so I can't miss him? Oh, I miss him oh, too. Oh, you have a kid. Can't miss you. I, I missed it too. Jesus yeah, I think I, if I remember correctly, there was some illness involved. There was that some moment, illness. But yeah. I think that was the only um, Scotch episode that I missed out on. I think so did. too, and it was a and it was a great one. It was the best Islands? one. Is that it, was a, it was the best ever. Yeah, <laughs> it was Islands. We we had some pretty good ones on, but do you have yeah, some Jura fun. out there? That's one of my. We had Jura. Yep. We had Jura, Scapa, Talisker. Um, what was the one where the cork broke? <laughs> I don't remember that one. Oh, uh, Highland Park, right? No, Highland Park didn't break. We had that though. Which Highland Park? Um, twelve. Twelve. The twelve. Yeah, we went regular on that one. The yeah. only one that I kind of went with the higher fucking age limit. Uh, the cork broke on me. The like, Aaron. Yeah. Our, yeah. That was. Yeah. That's what it was. But, but uh, yeah. First time that's ever happened to me. I put a fucking cork, or I pulled it, and it just pulled off. I went, "What the fuck?" Put a corkscrew in it, and just went straight through. <laughs> Shit. Luckily, I have a few empty bottles, uh, so I was able to cheesecloth it and put it in something else, and it still and it tasted fucking great. Still, that's because you're a smart guy. You know how to do that. Well, shit. that's not true, but all right. So now, th- and we have Evan here, who's a friend of Dan Barry from Coverdale's uh, Nails. So we have Evan one and Evan two. Uh, Evan, who uh, is who the fuck are you? This Hi, is where you beatbox. There you go. This is where you beatbox. Beat I want to. Oh, I thought you were going to do, do it, it well, though. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Absolutely. No. no. Could you no. not do it like a white guy? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's my uh, first podcast, so. Good job. It's it our show. Yeah. <laughs> you it, fucking show our podcast. It shows. That's embarrassing for us. <laughs> All right, so ladies and gentlemen, we get to actually delve into the difference between. We also have Evan Christie from Bridgeview. Did I forget about you? You did. Oh, you said, I'm sorry. You Jesus said Christ Evan was... one and Evan two, and then we just sort of went into the Evan two. beatboxing. Okay, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, Evan Christie. Now uh, better. Evan, it's your turn to beatbox. Be quiet. We have Evan Christie, who is of course the manager of Bridgeview Liquors, who is uh, our sponsor, one of our and sponsors. Thank was. you, thank you, thank and you so for much, everything. Yeah. All along the way. Hey, thank you guys. It's been it's been fun getting to come on these podcasts and uh, help you Chris find fun stuff. I, you know, I love all that. <laughs> yeah, and you had to come on and experience something yourself. And mm-hmm. did, did did we actually do okay as no, far as no? We were shitty people getting you guys customers, are. getting yeah. you guys customers that yeah, came I, in. I mean, it was never huge, but it was it was enough, and it was people what? who were interested. Is what the do you thing. mean it wasn't huge? I was told it was big enough. There were there were throngs at the door. I looked big in a throng. <laughs> He's lying. It was really just all me trying to get that discount. Yeah. <laughs> all there was was just bush hanging out of that throng. I just shopped there a lot, and so it seemed like a lot of people listened to your podcast. But it was just me. You but did come in. I just wear disguises or different COVID masks. Yeah, you did come in in different hats all the time, but honestly, that just made it easier to recognize you. <laughs> nice. That one time we went in that large trench coat on each other's shoulders. That was fun. Fun. <laughs> oh, the things you do to get into an R-rated movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so delving into our first whiskey th- sampling today is going to be from Proof. We got three small samples from Proof. We got a three-year Triticale, 
Jesus. a four-year true to kale, and we have their six-year uh, crooked furrow. Okay. I have I have a glass, it's, which I'm going to reuse on this one, but it's kind of yeah, crazy to me to think bit. that they've been around long enough to have a six-year-old bourbon now. Yeah. that's Especially when they're never open. <laughs> yeah, all they do is events now. <laughs> like, every time you walk by, like, well, open tomorrow. What? I'm like, oh, you got me again, you fuckers. All right, so this first one's going to be- Everybody have one? I, I'm not done rolling it yet. Oh, Jesus. Dude, these are the tiniest of bottles. So we're going to have to- um, uh, so this first one is our three-year triticale. So this is going to be a little bit um, uh, less, uh, you know, aged, a little more heat. Oh, is that what three years I been? think so. I hope so. Good job. Math. I'm, You're a numerologist, aren't you? Kind of. Well, that's part of my brain disease. I'm a numer- number guy. Does it have the proof on the label there? It smells like it's 175. 94.5. You're halfway there. So I mean, this is all straight from the barrel. This is no, this is no fucking around. This is. Oh, uh, they should have fucked around a little bit, and found out. So this is triticale. So triticale is a, a mixture between uh, rye and wheat, correct? Yeah, it's a hybrid of rye and wheat. It's from like the 1800s. Uh, it has some of the cold hardiness Jeez. of rye, and some of the softer, easier to use in like bread making qualities of wheat. Um. On the nose, this is not softer or easier than a lot of whiskeys. This is in your face astringent. I, You're right about the astringent. There is I, the yeah. ethanol is really present. It's yeah. hard to get past. It's hard to get past that. I don't really get much in there. No, you said the age on this was three. three. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's you young. can start this with your. Like, start your car in Fargo with this shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> Actually, that's what they use it for? Yeah. For the really bitter cold days. Ah, uh, you know? This is at least... But it's at some... least 21 in dog years. Okay, though. so there's sweet corn notes as well. Once you yeah. get past uh, some of that real, real aggressive heat. There's a little vanilla, a, a hint of butterscotch, but it's like you smashed a Werther's original, like... A ways away. It's very slight. And it yeah. fades. Somebody away. threw it away and took it. stuck in your ear, and now you can sort of smell it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah it fades very quickly. It's there, and then it's gone. And it's but just, I could definitely yeah. taste like the meld of wheat and rye on that grain bale, though. It's like sweet, but very like, rye, but n- not as spicy and. But it got that nice floral aspect it to it. It tastes better than it smells. Yeah. yeah, and it has enough wheat in it that I'm curious to see how how it would be down What it the becomes. Road. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hold your pantaloons, Buckshot. We've got that too. So yep. it's the same one you have? Same aged? barrel. Okay. Okay. Just one more year. Curious. And I and he he made me a deal that if we were gonna we're gonna try this, we're gonna do it Hi, year sister. by year. Hey, oh Kim's here. Hey Kim. Hey. Oh no. Tucker Hyde. <laughs> he was hiding in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, Tuck, Tucker wants to try some of this. Tucker, you gotta come and try some of this. Uh, he doesn't drink, remember? <laughs> Wink. <laughs> he just <laughs> he just came from church where he uh, saved those uh, orphans. Oh yeah, fr- from getting yeah. molested by the priest. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what they're calling? On his hands and knees. <laughs> Is blessed what they're calling it nowadays. Uh, no, but uh, and I, has some Bloody Mary stuff. But what I can what I can say about this is it's a really nice mixture. This triticale of, of a nice wheat and rye 
base grain. It's not bad. Well, it gives it's off got, this real uh, like sweetness, and there's a smoothness actually to this that I didn't think we were going to get, especially after uh, the nose. Yep. I was like, this is going to be brutal. Yep. So the nose comparatively sucks. The flavor on this is really nice. But it's still a young. You get fuck. this good sweetness. You get some, uh, some a little bit of that rye spiciness. Mm-hmm. Not a lot. I think this comes off as a really, really, really more like a, of a weeded bourbon. Mm-hmm. I don't think it comes off with a lot of the rye well, characteristics. I mean, the legs um, on it are a little bit spicy. I don't get a lot of the spice. I get a little bit. I think it's very, very sweet. Um, and I like sweet bourbons. Mm-hmm. I like weeded bourbons. I, I, I'm I'm a wheat mash bill kind of fella. So actually, I'm surprised by how much I like this, especially after the so nose. Did he it. tell you like what the mash bill is, or is it that it just yeah, has I had a question triticale in it? No, because um, there's definitely I corn it, in the mash. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. No, Jarek never actually. Just you know, told me the mash bill. It yeah. might be a secret recipe. I don't know. So there's is, one. Trick is it a bourbon kale. though? Is it? It's a. It, or is it just a whiskey with an Not, undetermined? Yeah, that's amount. what I'm curious about. Because I mean, See, if it's bourbon, then we know that it's like 51. Well, I corn. think it's right. Well, so. it, well, it says bourbon triticale. Okay, okay. so then 51 percent corn at, at so minimum. At minimum. Right. Yep, and then the rest of it is going to be tr- predominantly triticale. So the, okay. tr- the, okay. the triticale is replacing well, the, is it replacing the wheat and the rye. Is exactly. it predominantly yeah. triticale? Okay. You, we, don't, it, we don't know that. This is speculation. It yeah. could be. It could be fifty-one percent corn, forty percent fucking wheat, and, and then, then yeah, nine percent yeah. triticale. Yeah, yeah. Triticale, but yeah, I'm curious about that, it, especially as you know, if it is okay. So just for corn and triticale, like well, I mean, I triticale could, comparatively speaking, like though, for Eagle those, Rare Seventeen is better. <laughs> it is. I I can comparatively say. Yeah. For those people like oh no, like Holly, what is triticale? I have no goddamn idea. No, I'm not asking you. I'm I'm having other people answer that question for you. Evan kind of yeah, I kind of did it. Okay, I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. We already. I'm sorry. I think the emphasis is that it's it's its own hybrid grain. It's yeah. I think it's a high it's a high triticale. I think it's got some malt in there, obviously, but it's going to be like like if you add a high rye or a high wheat or whatever, something's going to happen. But uh, let's let's take <laughs> that is so profound. Not I'm not trying to be profound. If you have high rye or high wheat, something's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. nailed so, it. No, I am. A, I, We're like, the experts. Listen to us. Thanks for joining, Evan. <laughs> what? Hey, listen. <laughs> I'm gonna learn today, buddy. <laughs> I am more actually interested in what the three year versus the four year tastes like. I want to know what an uh, what an extra year in a barrel tastes like. Yeah, I will. I will have here. to agree with Chris though on the three year. It's way better on the palate than on the nose. Yeah. The yeah. aggressive ethanol goes away. It's sweet. It's simple, but it's it's way more drinkable. Yeah, oh, it would man. make a really good cocktail. I think absolutely make a really good whiskey sour with it. Or oh my god, I want a whiskey sour. I just like egg whites. I think. Me too. At, at the prices these days, though, can you afford to put one in? A <laughs> I, uh, I add a little bit of water to it, and I liked it even more. It took a lot of that astringency away. Oh, to the. Three year? Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, it is ninety four proof. So, what size barrel? So, do do you want a geeky reference with triticale? Yes, absolutely. Uh, triticale or triticale? So, I I think it might be triticale because the first time I heard it oh is God. in okay. Star Trek, classic series, The Trouble with Tribbles. 
Oh, well, yeah, I love that episode. That was a little fuzzy face. Are you shitting me? Is the it, grain it? they eat is a futuristic, like, hybrid, but it's called quadrotriticale. Oh. What the? Well, that wow. makes fucking sense. Yep. You nerdy bastard. That is, that is a foray into nerdery for me. On As someone with an egg degree, it is pronounced triticale. I have agricultural sciences degree. Excellent. That's oh helpful. Oh, my God. Look at this. You guys get experts from everywhere. Every fucking corner <laughs> of the yeah. earth. Which is great because that means the Star Trek writers had no idea what they were doing. (laughs) (laughs) So, wait, wait, wait. Hold on a second. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. It's weird how that happens, right? Just random people know stuff. So, this is the single barrel select CF Triticale non filtered uh, barrel number 19224, barreled on 326. No. no. Are you doing great? So, so we got people that know so trick the kale or trick the kale, and then we've got other people that can't read so, so numbers. March 26th of 19, so this is almost four years, 104 proof, 52% alcohol. Oh, so it's so, what we just proof. poured? Probably yep. because of the extra year of the yep. angel share. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. But so, I, I, I just want to comment oh. because our, our listeners can't see. When you say non-filtered, hold up the bottle so that the rest of the table can take a look at the piece of charcoal. Oh, yeah. The <laughs> oh, Dude, I've got... It's so way. weird. I've got a, a bottle. So we got some bottles from Neely Distillery. Um, and yeah... One of the bottles has a big chunk of char that, in it. That's truly non-filtered. Yeah, non-filtered <laughs> at all. We didn't even fucking strain it. Okay, first thing I noticed on this one is a lot sweeter in the nose, a lot more vanilla. Correct, Correct. agree. Marshmallow. It's, it's starting to yeah, round marshmallow. out a little bit more. Yeah, soft and with marshmallow, a little oh, bit of some honey, marzipan, a little bit. They took almost all the rubbing alcohol out of this one. Yeah, just for one <laughs> year. The first one was crazy. Uh, you know, it's that's still pretty astringent, though. I'm still getting that nose burn, but, well, but I, yeah, get, I get but more on the nose, a though. A bunch less, mm-hmm. I think. Like, uh, like, it's night and day difference to me. Agreed. That one year totally took away 90% of that astringency for, on the nose. Yeah. Yep. A little more where there is less gasoline. Yeah, right. Dude, nailed it. Mm-hmm. You know what would be really interesting is because we have, uh, we're from this area and we could like easily reference the weather conditions for that year and see how variant the temperature extremes were in that year. Oh, you're absolutely mm-hmm. correct on that as well. That's kind of, like, I mean, like 2019 is when they bottled it, right? Mm-hmm. So like March. 2018 to 2019, how, how, how. Mild the climate, maybe you know, yeah. or or aggressive as far as like temperature swings, because right, that's yeah. really what's gonna Damn it. help age the whiskey. And what kind of what did they put it? Did they put it yep. in southern oak, or did they put it in northern oak? Well, if it's bourbon, he's calling it bourbon, then it has to be white oak, American yeah. white oak. But you can also have white American oak here in Minnesota. Yeah, no, it's but just what a lot I'm more dense like, and fucking yeah. The, the wood has to be American white American oak in order for it to be called bourbon. So we know that. So we can all agree, one year. On a barrel, does a tremendous amount of work for smoothing it out, making it sweeter, getting even that on nice the, even vanilla. Even on the flavors, yeah, right. They're just punchier vanilla, punchier caramel, and they last longer. Oh. They're not as fleeting. Yep, yeah, they they sit there, they hang out probably for too long, send their midwestern goodbyes. <laughs> There's a huge difference between a three year and a four year. Wow, it, it makes the difference to me between interesting and actually good. 
Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's, whereas that's my, a great way to say it. My that comment awesome. on the previous one is it might make a good cocktail. My comment on this one is I could see myself sipping. This is going to be a sipper? Yeah. This could turn I still into get a lot of heat off this, though. But I get yep. more flavor along with that. All right. So let's go on to their six-year Crooked Furrow next. I'm still so this on is this one. Crooked Furrow. This is different mash bill then, right? Yes. yes. Okay. Well, what does it say in the bottle? It says different mash bill. Like literally wrote it out. <laughs> <laughs> right there. Crooked what does furrow? it say? Single barrel select. Six year. Number 15001003102715. 90 proof. 45% alcohol by volume. Okay. So it isn't. Yeah. 750 it's whatever mash. It's their, their like shelf. It's their crooked yeah. furrow mash bill. Yep. Deep proof okay. to Kentucky proof. I once thought oh, I yeah, was going to take a I, I don't actually know. Does anyone know Crooked Furrow? Is it a, I would imagine it's rye as the secondary grain because that's more common. And I think I would have heard if it was wheat. Yeah, it's not a weeded bourbon. Okay. Yeah, it would be my assumption too, but I don't know shit. I would think that that's with the, the uh, first interest in shut up, weeded Ernie, bourbons, they like, would probably put that on a label. You, yeah, that's, that would yeah. be my assumption as well. Typically you would, right? I think, I think every bourbon is assumed. Higher rye or rye in the mash bill and not right. wheat. That's why you rarely see bourbon rye, but you see weeded bourbon, right? So yeah, yeah, I think the assumption assumed. is rye. Weeded has to be stated. Doesn't have to be, but you well, would but you would want to. Typically is right for advertising purposes. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you grab a bottle of Weller, it says wheat right on it. Yeah. yeah, Weller is wheat. I think it's pronounced the whole point. Wheat. Wheat. I'm sorry. I wheat. fucked that up. I've been doing this for four, for four years and I keep fucking it up. Just a big old dumb dumb. Um, but yeah, so that would be my assumption then. If it's not listed as a weeded bourbon or a weeded whiskey or weeded. Wheated. Well, actually, God I th- damn it. Well, yeah, this- I'm so sorry. Still, still kind of. It smells astringent. like half this episode is going to be deleted. <laughs> no, no, it's no, got no. some. It's got some cherry notes in there, some vanilla notes. Still pretty fucking hot though. Yeah, I get that cherry and like cinnamon red hots. Yeah, there's cinnamon spice to that, definitely. Yeah, yeah, and that would lead me to believe. Assume rye, rye <laughs> again. So we're right back at the same spot we yep. started. Exactly. <laughs> Get us. Oh, good puns. Yeah, are they? I think they got carried away. <laughs> oh my god! I, I'm gonna fucking do, I'm gonna ding that. As soon as I need some sound, let me ding that shit. That was great. Slow clap. There we go. So fucking silly. It's not bad. It's not good. I think another two, three years in the barrel would would do wonders. I think it would bring forth more of that cherry and vanilla. F- Flavor on this one, I think it's it's hitting the right notes with the cherry. It comes Where across. Going with the still, milk grill? Uh, I don't get a lot of cherry like you guys do. I, I get vanilla uh, ish and lots of oak, a lot of like cinnamony, burny spices, but they don't make my tongue tingle. So it's not to me the good spice. I like the spice that makes your tongue tingle, makes you want to dance and cunnilingus. Hmm. <laughs> Did you mean cut a rug? Oh, yep. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I actually like the the lack of proof, the the bringing it down to the 90 proof on this 
hasn't actually done it any favors. No, I think it's yeah. lost mouthfeel. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's better at regular it's still proof. as hot as it's, the other it's, ones. Yeah, so. it's it's thin and hot. Give well, it, well, I guess that makes sense. You know what? Give it two more years. And maybe. Then, and then, and then, or maybe better barrels. Or yeah. maybe there's something there's something amiss here. Yeah, it's too raw. It's still too raw, right? I don't know if it's raw. It's just, I think uh, blah. I think you're on the right track with the barrels. Commercially available, like regular price point bourbons are like seven or eight years. So, I mean, like Buffalo Trace is between seven and eight. Knob Mm -hmm. Creek is the same, you know. So, yeah, another year or two, and I think maybe it might be. But but there's not a lot of depth. There's not a lot of character. I'm not thinking about a lot of other things. <laughs> I, no. I, I also, I think you might be spot on with the barrel quality is because there's, there is almost some weird, you say raw, raw oak to it. Yeah. He, he it, doesn't do 55 gallon barrels. He does this, the smaller cigar. Yeah. Barrel. Sure. But I think that's part of the, the issue. But maybe here. it's quality of barrel, right? Like yeah. you can. But or, that also like, could be surface area too though. Cause you're getting mm-hmm. more surface area of mm-hmm. wood to. You can diff- liquid, get different liquid. quality of wood though. So I found this out when uh, Nick Gruber was building me a guitar, right? <laughs> so you can get a grade maple or double A grade maple. What? You're leaving? No, you, you haven't can't. even said words yet. I need to I ask you a question. I, I need to ask. I need to ask you your wife a question. question. When? Is, and I'm sorry, we've never met. My name's Ernie. Hey, um, Travis do you Gilbertson. Have Chris's name tattooed on your ass? Not yet. <laughs> I mean, right? Yeah. That would be it would be fair. I'm I'm, I'm all for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for it. <laughs> you got Keely's name tattooed on your ass, correct? Yeah. So fair's fair. Congratulations, guys. That is totally oh, forgot about that. That is true. <laughs> my friend Travis I w- I Gilbertson. I wish you months of happiness. Has my girlfriend's name tattooed on his ass cheek. <laughs> and he thought, hey, this is a good prank. And I went, hey, I don't think you know what pranks are. <laughs> like, a prank is something you do to someone, not to yourself. <laughs> and it goes like if away. She, take care if she, she, if, she, if my girlfriend would wake up with his name tattooed on her ass, Prank, but if you if, but if you sober go, hey, name on my mistake. Well, and usually the only remnants of a prank are like stories you can tell, yeah. or maybe Shoddy an memory. arrest record. But not not like I did this to me. <laughs> like just disdain and whatever. Anyway, I love them to death. They're amazing people. Okay, so going back to the whiskey real quick. Uh, no matter how much we love Travis Gilbertson and how much it he lo- it, contributed it, to the beginning of this There podcast. is not much complexity to that mm. whiskey, and I think... Okay, so what I was talking about with the grades of wood, right? Mm. When I was when I was trying to pick out uh, the wood grain for my guitar, there was A and double A grade. There was these different grades of wood. Like, this one's better than the other one. I don't know how they fucking test it. I don't get into Density. it, but there are better grades of wood. Females Density and I think that that might be the issue. Yeah. I think maybe the barrel's not great. Maybe it wasn't charred well. Maybe it wasn't a deep enough char. But I think there's a little lacking of complexity there, where you can age it as long as you want. I think you're still just going to come up with oak flavors. Yeah, because we, we just had that four-year triticale 
And to me, that was better than this as a six year. So, you know, sure, the mash bill is a little different, but a lot of it could be barrel selection. Well, okay. So, okay. Buffalo Trace mash bill one. Okay. You have, oh, what, benchmark or ancient age in that one. And then it goes up to Buffalo Trace. And then it goes up to Stag and E.H. Taylor and all these other things. Well, some of them, it's not just the time that they're fucking in the barrel. No, it's dude. location it's, and all these other things, right? Not just location, but they have it. I, I was fortunate enough to visit them in September, and they have everything dialed in to a science. It's absolutely amazing. And when you talk about you like the barrel quality, they have a barrel room where all of their barrels come in and all of their barrels come from one cooperage and that cooperage sources all of the, that wood from one forest. And it's like very much a predictable thing to the point where they now are taking it to the next step and every new warehouse they built was built based off of sensors they put in their old warehouses so they can take and replicate the exact environment. So Blanton's legend. Though. Yes, so they can go to okay. the Blanton's warehouse. So Blanton's is single barrel. Yep. You can buy a bottle, and then the next bottle tastes different. Barely. Right, but there is. Yeah. Slight okay. variant. If, you're, if your palate is trained, you can, it, you can discern the difference. Well, I, I've had somewhere I went, oh, I like it. I don't know if I like it. Right, uh, um, but what's the difference between Buffalo Trace and E. H. Taylor? It's, it's the a, same mash a bill. A combination of where they, which warehouse they put it in, what Rick, uh, what rack Rick they House, put it right? In, Rick House, and then right. how long it's and then level. Yep. So do you want to put it in the first yeah. floor, the so second some, floor, the eighth so floor? So whether it's the exact same fucking mash bill. Mm -hmm. Yep, but there's gonna be variants. Yeah, yeah. and they have it. They actually like. They and have so, that what's chart the big there thing on the wall where they show you a tree of like this is the mash bill, and these are all the different so, whiskeys. That so, come the variants of I weather, mean, I'm whatever. You this right now. But the biggest thing would be then the wood itself, right? It's the wood and the conditions that the whiskey was aged in. So, both, both in combination, but. Yeah, I mean, for them, it's there's no variance in wood. They use exactly the same barrels in every single whiskey, you know. So it's it's all the warehouse that they put it in, and then where they put it in the warehouse, and how long they let it sit there. Right. Mm -hmm. And they have it. So I think into a sign, that so they know this, if we put it this whiskey here for seven years, we so pull it out, it becomes Buffalo Trace. The whiskey we just drank. Biggest problem, maybe wood. And I'm sure he doesn't get the same barrels all the time. He yep. sources depending yeah. on what's available. I think just longer time in, in the barrels itself, just to like calm the fuck down and get more of that oak, oak and vanilla flavors in there would be great. I typically right. think anything under like seven years tastes a little Thanks young to me though, yeah. too. So I'm curious to see True. what this would be like another year or two down the road. I feel like I've had more and more stuff lately where younger stuff is actually tasting pretty good because so much does depend on the distiller uh, well and, the, yeah, and, and then the talk about size too. of barrel yeah because that's the thing that a lot of new size distilleries matters. are doing to size overcome matters. that young whiskey flavor is finishing it in secondary or tertiary oh. barrels so to like, add different flavors and round it out nearly distillery uses smaller barrels yeah and they or, age it less time climate balcones is mm -hmm. a great example balcones mm -hmm. stuff like is like it's, up to three year, and it's the darkest stuff you've ever that, seen. And it isn't that pronounced all the bourbon in the barrels, and then just like 
It's just yeah, it just everything yep, yep. from the from exactly the, the, the huge. Just, they yeah. they used to have trouble because it's so hot that they would break barrels. Yeah, they they had yep. to strengthen how they were making their barrels. So climate is huge, and whether it's humid or not de- depend term determines whether you're going to evaporate more alcohol or more water, and that affects whether some you know in in hot humid climates you can get the proof to go up. That's why like barrel proof rums are so high. Yeah, because it's it's drawing more moisture. Is that why I'm so high? (laughs) That's an entirely different question. Oh, yeah. I was like, is it the barrel I'm in? (laughs) No, you know, as critical as as we have been about this, it is really cool that we have a local distillery, and I'm really excited to see what they can do. Oh, absolutely. You know, absolutely. um, I love it, and I think it's really cool to see. Like we talked about that three year versus the four year, and head and shoulders different. Like. We have a climate here in North Dakota that is not too far off from Kentucky, you know. Listen, we we have a 150 degree average temperature fluctuation between winter and summer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We just have a little bit longer winters than they do. It's straight. A little bit shorter summers. But I think, you know, down the road, I, I could see some really good whiskey coming out of our area. All right, I'll make as long it. as we keep getting the right oaks and getting all the Chris, you get me some person. good wood. I'll get you a good mash bill. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you guys, want to do next? Uh, I, no, I, I wanted. To, let's take a break real quick, and then we'll come back, and then I think we should drink some Remus Reserve, Wild Turkey, Unforgotten, and or some Nashville Waller, Barrel CYPB, Company, CYPB, whatever the Nashville Barrel Company. Yeah. Let's we drink some more whiskeys in a minute. Wild Turkey, Chris. Uh, right. I, I like to try everything twice. Me, at least, it's at least five times because I'm probably going to screw it up at least twice. You know? Well, I so, mean, the whole, the whole thing is like rule of three, right? Well, I, I hated it. 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 And then all of a sudden, I like ketchup. <laughs> ketchup? Tori, explain that reference. I don't get it. The reference is sometimes you hate stuff until you don't. <laughs> well, keep, that's that's yeah. how I became an alcoholic. Keep really. trying I didn't stuff. like beer at first, yeah. and then I started to like beer, and that's whiskey. And I hated hangovers until I started going, Yeah, I got something done last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking great. God damn it. Right one of these. We're bringing All fire right. for the last episode. All right, so uh, this is the first. Like episode that we have with all of our good whiskey people here, dude. We we're just we're Chris. just we're cramming people in here like it's a porn shoot. Yeah, we got Chris Larson. <laughs> Thank you for coming back. Good to be back, guys. Uh, I I love that you're coming back. I'm always happy to it's be here. It's my favorite place to be came. Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> on your back. Even though you guys aren't doing a podcast, we're still going to have to get together and drink. Oh, you know? absolutely. Of course, of course. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I have, and this is an open invitation for, mo- for most of us. I'll have to ask him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to say who he looks directly at. I still have 60 or 70 bottles of whiskey at my house that probably aren't going away without somebody else's help. Some of them have not been opened yet. You ever think maybe you might be the one that needs the help? He was sending me pictures the other night, and I was moaning, and I think my wife was, like, thinking I was doing something (laughs) nefarious in the other room, but I'm like, no. I'm just really geeking out over his whiskey collection. Well, well, doing this podcast, we've been uh, able to obtain some stuff that... I probably wouldn't normally have had a chance to get. Well, we established relationships with our liquor And at some point, like... I go down and I like I just kind of want to get drunk. I'm not in it for the 
taste or flavor. It's like, man, I want to get drunk. And I looked, and and I looked across the thing, like, I've got three bottles of Larceny Barrel Proof and two <laughs> bottles of Elijah Craig Barrel Proof, two Henry McKenna's that nobody get, and an unopened bottle of Eagle Rare, and I have a, a three bottles of fucking uh, E.H. Taylor, and like all these are supposed to be shared, yeah, and I don't know if I'll get them again. Like I guess I'm drinking beer. <laughs> and rubbing alcohol until someone comes over to help me fucking out. I have that same issue. And like barrel-aged stouts. I like I have so many 750s of barrel-aged stouts in the basement that are waiting for somebody to share. It's, oh, we it's do too. weird. The other night I was like I was I was mad from work. I was mad at lots of things going on. I was like I'm just getting drunk. I don't care what it tastes like. And I'm also in a bottle kill mode. Like, I want to kill a bunch of bottles before I open any more of these other ones. So it's Blood Oath, Pack 7 or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> a once-a-year release, I drank half a bottle and just got shit-faced. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm killing this special bottle. <laughs> like, well, you know, well, at least it, it, it tasted good. I, 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 I sound like I'm... I, I suffer so bad. It, it's still so much. All I have is special. It's still so much better than being that douchebag that just leaves it on their shelf unopened. Yeah. Like, oh, oh man. Th- thanks for showing me a picture of seventeen fucking pappies that have never been touched. You pile of shit. Yeah. Fuck you. By the Sell way. Sell one not at thirty thousand dollars. You fucking plug. Yeah. It, listen, if I was if I was to be lucky enough to buy a really good, expensive, rare. Fucking bottle at MSRP. I'm sharing that motherfucker. Absolutely. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm not, spil- not going to sell that shit on I MSRP. S- I spilled more pappy fu- than fucking people have goddamn fucking drank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you have. I did. You have. It wasn't pappy. It was old rip. And it, for the bourbon pricks. God, those fuckers. <laughs> Anyway, let's fucking happy, drink some more whiskey. Yeah. Right, so hey, so we're here on, on our on our our episode. We are our our and episode two fourteen, and we are down to two fifteen, two sixteen at this point. We're going real long. Two fourteen. I don't give a shit. This is going to be one no, episode. I'd really, I'd really sit for the next three years. <laughs> five minutes. Day off of work. Listen to the whole episode. Yeah, five minutes. Drive to the work. A little fucking and, shotguns. And me. every other half hour, we just release it to the Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> really milk them for all they're worth. Oh no no no! For three dollars and fifty cents, you get that extra half hour every. So hour. what's this? What's this person that we're that we're sampling here today, Chris? Huh? What's the first one that we're sampling? Oh. Remus Repeal Reserve. Straight bourbon whiskey. Uh, and then it's bottled like it's bottled and bond. It's at a hundred proof, fifty percent alcohol. <clears throat> so this is a combination of five different Hola, bourbons. Two percent um, of this bottle is uh, a 2008 21% rye bourbon. 27% of this is a 2012 20% rye bourbon. 29% of this bottle is a 2014 bourbon uh, that's 21% rye. And then uh, 17% of this is a 2012 bourbon that's 36% rye. And then the other quarter is a 2014 bourbon at 36% rye. Oh, shit. Can you start over? Let me get my calculator open. So this is, a, up. this is a clearly a high rye blend. Yeah, I'm not a fan of rye. Which I'm probably not going to like that much. 
But, but uh, Evan, Evan is a high huge fan. Guy, yeah, so. he's a, he's a, and this is, uh, the Remus brand is essentially uh, MGP. Is it? Yes, it is. It's them branding their own stuff for the first time. Previously, MGP, for you know the people who aren't uh, aware, is a large distillery in Indiana. I'll, they sell a lot of juice out of, of whiskey out to other places oh. that rebranded as their own. Bullet. A, a couple of years ago, uh, they decided to start selling their own stuff, and so it goes under a couple brands. Their bourbons are under Remus or George Remus, and George Remus, yeah. And their rye are under Rossville Union. Although I think they're rebranding those again this year, so it's going to change. But this is MGP's house brand. So okay, the fucking it, smartest man on the planet. It's curious here. that you say that because. Bang. If it is MGP, they're being deceptive. Okay. Because they're saying that it's distilled by Ross and Squibb Distillery. That's the new name. Of MGP. Of MGP. Okay. What the? <laughs> because they've, because they've gained Look at such a negative name. This is the... They're Dep- rebranding themselves. The the depth of knowledge we're no longer cable right one. We're yeah. <laughs> sparkly. sparkly. <laughs> and MGP is said for make gay porn. <laughs> And I'm not sure why they made bourbon. Any right. hoot nanny. Hey, let's but, get serious yeah, so about the flavor you of this. Be yeah, serious. we don't want to have fun. This okay. Remus, yeah. Okay, uh, I get a lot of fun is boring for podcasts, but Remus Repeal has won numerous awards too. It gets a lot of accolades, and I think this is a once a year release thing. I believe it is, yeah. yeah. Mm. I'm getting oh, a- mm. very, very smart and poignant, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> at first you should first, hang your head at, in fucking woe. At first, I got a lot of vanilla off the aroma, but now as it opens up more, I I get less vanilla. Vanilla more, and grass, some sort of spice. But I, I, what is it? Fifty percent. I don't get a lot of yeah. Super high rye. I don't get a lot of astringency. Oh, no, I got a lot of grassy notes, um, which is really nice, actually, in this one. Um, um, a lot of vanilla. I get a lot of spicy notes. That that rye really comes through. Mint. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Spear, like a Touch spearmint. A spearmint more than peppermint, though. Because it's, like, spicy on that one. Ooh, Ooh flavor-wise. Mm. Hot. Hot, yeah. but it's, it's that spicy. it's that prickly, tingly tongue yeah. thing, which it's is that rye cool. thing. I yeah. like it. It's that rye shit. It's hot on the lips. Mm-hmm. Ooh, from mash you know, to me, this hot on the lips. <laughs> <laughs> it it kind of tastes Fuck like yeah, what you would expect yeah. a, a like prohibition era yeah. booze to taste like. Like you know, it's got okay. that rye spice like that to it. Forrester nineteen ten I got up there. It's like a refined whiskey that's supposed to taste unrefined. Thanks, Blake. Blake, thank you so much for being here. I miss you and I love you and thanks for helping thanks. with everything. Yes, thanks, thanks for, for being on the show, thanks buddy. For sharing. Good to see you, Blake. We really appreciate it. Let me know how the dude is. I will, definitely, for sure. I'm doing pretty good for this time of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Blake. God, that's you got to get past that prickly feeling you get on your tongue, like Chris said. But there's some flavors in there. I don't know if it's like cherry and bark, Mm -hmm. maybe some vanilla sweetness, something sweetness in there. Yeah, Yeah. honey, honey for sure. But then just and it's not just honey, but like you said, it's a grassy floral kind Mm -hmm. of honey. God Mm -hmm. damn, I don't like rye. Um, I really like this actually. But I've had a, I had like a previous, one rye. 
I did have a previous bottle of this uh, last year's. Didn't like it at all. Really? Okay. I was like, I don't know why people like this so much. So you bought it again? Yep. Because I know other people that were going to be here that appreciate more high rise stuff. I don't ah. do everything for me, you selfish Oops. prick. I'm a fucking giver. I think Ernie's got the right idea. He added water to it because you only have moments to taste any flavor notes before that that heat gets you. The I agree with you 100 percent, Tori. Well, of it, course you would. Drop it down a little bit to that Kentucky proof 90. Yeah, that's what they call it. That that uh, God, who who was that fucking distiller that said uh, whiskey should be drank at 45 percent? Elmer T. Lee. No, I think it was a. Uh, Is that that glue guy? No. <laughs> no, it was a uh, not. Uh, I, it, was it was somebody in the Beam family. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. It, no, Elmer believed in like forty-five percent. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, he believed Kentucky in uh, thirty-five percent. No, was it thirty-five? The, the okay. story, the story. No, not Elmer T. Lee. The story I'm telling is about another guy that brewed for like Booker's of the Jim Beam family. Okay, I forget the name off the top of my head. But he said whiskey should be drank at 35% alcohol. So, I mean, adding water is fine. Yeah. You know? But it's uh, not something I do much. I'm late. I think I'm too lazy to add water. I I find it's... I feel like my spit's enough. In American whiskeys, I think it only improves things on stuff that's, for me, usually over like 60. Yes. Yeah. And definitely non-chill filtered. So they still have those oils. I think part of it's like... We're alcoholics. <laughs> <laughs> I said we like. Just me and you. Like just you're me, a game council. Just me and the other Evan. Yeah. <laughs> Not the smart one. But I think you, you are right that <laughs> when you get more experienced, you tend to like higher proof stuff more. Yeah, because and be able got, to get past that and the unfiltered yeah. stuff as well. And typically, when I'm drinking something above fifty percent, I'll drink it. Neat to start out with, and then I'll add a little bit of water. Yeah, it's see how if I it do opens it. up. If it does open up, then I'll continue to drink it that way. Right. If it doesn't, hundred percent. I'll never do that again. When exactly. I first open a bottle of whiskey, the first time I ever try it, it's straight. Then with a little bit of water, and then if it's too much, especially if like some of these barrel proofs are like three thousand percent alcohol, it's like okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'll have, I'll have, I'll have like to put a cube in this one, you know. But yeah, I mean. Why not start straight out of the bottle and then add? Because you can't take away water. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can, well, it, but that's yeah. heat and evaporation, but whatever. <laughs> and Once I agree with Chris. Science. A little Science lessons with Chris. <laughs> okay, so, so, while we're, saw that so while we're sitting here talking to Evan and, and Tori, uh, Evan, what do you think your favorite episode was of the podcast that you, you were on? Oh, I had a lot of fun when we, right when we did the rum one. That one was really fun. If I think back to the, it was a good group. The, the room of uh, coal and everything. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I think we ha- we had. Did the, you just uh, have a stroke? Those are words. It's just oh, it's rum. Rum in French. Rum. It's not room. No, it's la rum. But we had some fun people from the. Oh, the, the 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 other the other podcast were here. They were oh, a lot of fun. Alcohol and anecdotes. Alcohol and anecdotes. Yeah. Thank you. They were great. It was a good like receptive group. It was a good group of spirits. So I think that was With Caitlin and Mari. Caitlin, Caitlin and, Mari. and Mari. Thank you. I wish um, they were here now. You yeah, dirty facts. But I've had a lot of fun on a lot of the episodes I've been on. That's just I think one that sticks out. Also because I'm a rum evangelist, so getting more people to try cool sipping rum is always fun. 
Except How about you, Tori? Smell like burnt tires. I'm going to take a minute to plug Evan's store because I often go rum shopping there because the selection is super. At Bridgeview Liquors? Yes, Bridgeview Liquors. Go look for rum there. If Are you only doing area. cursive the rest of the day? <laughs> Are you going to try anything a little not cursive? No, I'm good. Okay. Yeah, Bridge usually that's Jesus me. Christ. And I'm like, that's like 430. Bridgeview Liquors? Yep. Bridgeview Liquors. Oh, cool. Oh, just... Bri- oh, Bridgeview Liquors? You mean our sponsor for the past two and a half years? <laughs> and for the next seven minutes, if you say Yo. the podcast name, you say 10% off. But after this episode, it's fucking over. You missed your shot. You know, the reason to bring it up, though, is because I actually fixed some countertop for you uh, two weeks ago. Oh, that's right. He okay, sent me yeah. a picture. I went, I know that place. <laughs> Can you pick me up some whiskey? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, we're going to take a, a, a real quick break, and then we're going to come back in. <laughs> Before so we break, I'm, oh, uh, this is going to keep rolling. Price, on a, price point on the remote. We're going to get a defibrillator out. <laughs> so we're, we're changing up everything. Oh, we're are not we doing the same. Oh, we're okay, wait. No, we got five of really. those. Shut your fucking hole, buddy. <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, would you ever drink this whiskey again? Certainly. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Most certainly. We'll be back right after this think? break. On a scale of one to ten, it was good. I would drink it again. What was the price point on that one? Ah, I think it was in the 60-ish. Okay. I think he has to like me, but he does get paid to hang out. (laughs) Not enough. Oh, come on. I get drunk and leave whiskey at your house pretty often. All right, welcome back. Twice a year. Yeah. You never come over. I'll come over and tease you. All right, welcome back. Who we got on mic now? We got Dan Barry from Covert Arson Hills. Hi, Dan. Hi. Hi. And then we got Christopher. Oh, jeez. Now you're going to be quiet? Yeah, let's wait till we record. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that only needed to just say hi. Okay, well, hi. fair enough. We got to start at a one. You can't just start at a ten. Yeah, Wrong answer. And then <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like Cirque de Soleil or whatever the fuck that's called. I come out doing flips. <laughs> Bang! Then we got Christopher Larson. How's it going? Good to be back. And uh, one of our... Always episodes that we do scotch on our Father's Day. Always been a part of that. Thank yep. you very much for Except coming. Except for when he wasn't. Yep. Yeah. Well, that, Except for this last well, time. Yeah, this because yeah. he, he was a dad himself. And he had I know. Other I know. Dad the duties. one excuse he had to drink scotch, he let that get in the way. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I'm a father on Father's Day. Guess I can't go drinking. <laughs> Whatever. No, I'm just kidding. I think you guys were all Stop. sick, too. Yeah, That's there was some illness. So, I can't remember. It's been a rough couple I years. had the illness called parenthood. Parenthood. <laughs> the STD that won't I go got away. a bad case of daddy going on. Sorry, I'm teasing. I, I, I'm a, I sound like a prick. I don't have kids. Sounds so. usually. <laughs> oh, usually. I'm, a, I'm such a prick. I'm sorry. <laughs> and speaking of pricks that are related to him... <laughs> We Man, got... <laughs> you didn't have to introduce me like that, but you did. We got cousin, <laughs> cousin Tori. Yo. Hey. <laughs> and uh, one of our uh, always uh, proud to come in on our whiskey episodes, and which is which is what's going to come up now. <laughs> I'm glad you're hosting. <laughs> yeah, and I'm hosting. Wait, and I'm do you need to find the myself. toilet? It's going to come up now. Okay, not no, no, not yeah. the ever eloquent. <laughs> And also with us today, we got, uh, for this segment, we got... Do you mind if I take over here? 
Evan. Hello. Christy. <laughs> Our sponsor from Bridgeview Liquor. Thank you for Bridgeview. coming in. <laughs> sorry, Docs. Bridgeview Liquor. Bridgeview Liquors. Holy shit. Who wants to sit in for our producer? Hey, no. You don't have to produce, clearly. I'm giving up my chair to somebody who hasn't been on air yet, but I just wanted to let you know. Did you know I started a band? No. Yeah, we're called 999 Megabytes. Yeah, you haven't had your first gig, gig yet? Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. I'm going to go sit down now. You should. <laughs> my, my wife bought me for Christmas last year a uh, dad joke calendar. That was on the dad joke calendar. <laughs> was, it on the dad? <laughs> yep. was it today's date? Was that where Ernie got it? <laughs> no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> I don't know. She bought me last year's calendar. Oh, so. <laughs> Ernie came over just to read it. He looks through his but, binoculars. But on that topic, one of my favorite jokes out of the dad joke calendar. I'm excited. I was gonna start a bourbon business, but I heard that's whiskey business. <laughs> it's, oh. it's really whiskey. You slide across the floor in your bare feet, or with your stocking feet. Oh, bare stop! Business. No, you're done too. Oh, thank you. All right, so we're really hitting our stride right, right. now. Yeah, yep. we were doing so good until I don't know what is a segment seventeen. Fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> Now we're just shitheads. Right, hey, so, let's start the episode with right, so, so this beer whiskey. is what? What is it? <laughs> what is that beer? This is the dude from Forager. Oh, this is a, a white Russian. Yeah. Yeah, they're white Russian well inspired. Well number one. <laughs> Barrel-aged stout, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Blake was generous enough to open this up for us. Just leave that there. You're fine. You know what? I'm actually been kind of a connoisseur about white Russians lately. Is that what this is? Yeah. It's inspired by a white Russian, hence the name The Dude. Well, does it smell like a white Russian? The other Lebowski. Does it look like a white Russian? Am I smelling something different? Let's throw this out. Do the rest of us get any? No. I've never had a white Russian. Yeah, there's lots left. What is a right? White, white Russian? Uh, the a white, white Russian, Russian is, uh, is two parts vodka, one part Kahlua or yeah. coffee liqueur, and one part cream. Depending on how heavy your cream wants to go, <laughs> I usually do yeah. half and half. Like as the cream, instead of a heavy cream, you do half and half? Yeah, I, I tried wh- whipping cream one time, and or- then uh, the next day I tried to um, mix another cocktail, and it was already like sour and curdled. Is that curdled. Not really what we're drinking? It's it's yeah the dude for the dude that yep. yeah white this Russian. is a white Russian it white mm. Russian inspired barrel aged imperial hmm. stout did you try it yeah not it so it? I get a lot of nut oh, it's you know. good I bet you do it's pretty <laughs> deserving <laughs> I get a lot a lot more nut than I would expect from a white Russian though <laughs> keep going man like <laughs> coconut you got to like start there much, with the like for the cream like yeah. a lot of hazelnut. Yeah. Gotta start at the nut for the cream. Yep. I'm with you, Evan. I yeah, heard that it. could be from the malt. I mean, it's a stout, <laughs> so you're gonna get nutty malts in there. Mm-hmm. I what it, What does the description say? It's chocolatey and like uh, there's like a sourness on the nose, though, to me. Mm. It actually makes me think of yeah. like vanilla wafers. Um, the, oh, the, the vanilla like, wafers or nilla wafers? Not nilla wafers. The like oh, wafer, the, the, the wafer the sandwich wafer, can yeah, the, cookies. Yeah, like put in that, that makes more sense. Yes, yeah. or ice cream sundae. Yeah. We, we got more. There's so much like chocolate and 
coconut. I don't know. Did somebody say maple? Mm. I get coconut I get the on coconut the nose. Too. Coconut. No. Yeah. Which is not a white Russian. No. Yeah. This is this is so mislabeled to me. Now all I like, smell is, I, all I smell is coconut. I like this as a stout or, or whatever the fuck it is, but I don't like it as a white Russian inspired anything. I, I think I think it's so far removed from a white Russian. I hardly it, get any coffee to it. Yeah, that, that's so no. muted. It's like no. a lot, lot more coconut. Even for anything. a stout, there's not like the that kind of roasty bitterness. Like you I mean, expect. this should be labeled as a coconut stout. It's dark yeah, chocolate. It's bitter. But if I um, remember, Evan number two, when was the, this? Was two years old, right? Mm. At least, yeah. Yeah. So maybe yeah. the coffee has just fallen off. That's so very possible. Good. I just yeah. don't get it. But I mean, it's aging? tastier yeah. than shit, though. I I mean, I really like this, but Do I don't. You? I don't. I, I didn't get that. When you ignore no, it. I just don't think it's. I don't think it tastes like a white Russian. Oh no! It says white Russian inspired. Yeah. I just don't think that it's. Which, well, that's just me, but who's I think it's really good. Forger. Vanilla beans, oh. cocoa nibs, hazelnuts, coffee. Hazelnuts. Uh, that's why I get all the hazelnut yeah. from that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because the hazelnut. <laughs> no, I mean. I, and I said that even before I even knew what the hell was in it, right? Did like was I wrong or what the fuck? No, Do you think it tastes like it, a white it was Russian? just phrasing no, oh, that was funny. Definitely to me. not. But, but it's good. It didn't no say a white Russian stout. It said inspired yeah. by. What yeah. part of the white Russian? The glass? <laughs> <laughs> like oh, they, we put it in a glass, like a white Russian would be. Maybe the lactose. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe coffee that we're not coffee tasting. Coffee that right we're not now. tasting. Vanilla. Yeah. I don't know. It's good, but I think I it's like weirdly it. labeled. What do you think, Evan, number one? I, I actually, I, I kind of am on board with Chris's criticism. It's not that it's bad. It's maybe <laughs> it's maybe a little sweet and not as complex as I would like in a stout. Mm. But I do agree that if you're going to say white Russian inspired, it should make me think of a white Russian. I, this just tastes like dessert stout. If you said yeah. dessert stout with well, vanilla. I'm going to yeah. take it. Another level. I think it should have been a you. white stout. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna do okay. it. Yeah. And if on that topic, did you guys yes. did you guys not yes. review that um, white stout that was a white Russian inspired? Yeah, white stout from mm. left hand from yeah. the nitro or no? Yes, yeah, that one, that one was, was actually one really good. Yeah, it had the like creaminess in there. Yeah, yeah. You, could, you could taste the like the cream in there, and it was far more pronounced on coffee. Yes. yes. So yeah. yeah, this one's really. Dark baker's chocolate bitter has some sweetness to it, but yeah. If you oh, oh, wouldn't oh, have put Russian is, but none of the other stuff on the bottle, I would not have expected it, and I probably just would have enjoyed it as a stout. Right. But yeah, the stout base being, is actually really good. I'm being one. critical because yeah. of the name. It's yeah. good beer. You mm-hmm. set a certain it's expectation really that wasn't bad. Technically, the name is the dude. You missed me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> yeah, and it tasted nothing like any of the dudes I've done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, we that. Merry cheers, miss. Please don't make the Riggity, riggity. Rexon! So, Chris, you're really excited to, about this next whiskey we're tasting, really so tell ex- us about it. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> I don't even know anything about wild turkey, really. Um, I knew I knew Hunter S. Thompson uh, drank wild turkey. That's why I'm wearing yellow sunglasses today. And uh, I know Wild Turkey 101 gets a lot of, uh, a lot of people going, wow, that punch is above its fucking weight class. It's better than 
what the price is. And I really like Russell's Reserve. Yep. Yep. That's the all ten, I know the, about wild turkey. But uh, and, and then, the single, this, we have a single barrel that actually did really well on our thirty dollar below. But um, Bridgeview Liquors uh, had some bottles of this unforgotten wild turkey master's keep. Ooh. And I was lucky enough to be able to uh, to, to purchase a bottle, and uh, I've been wanting to try it for a long time because it's on a lot of lists of like one of the top whiskeys of the year. So hopefully it lives up to what it is, and uh, hopefully it lives up to the price point. Once again, I'm going to point out something for our we listeners that they cannot see, which is uh, the beautiful bottle that has an embossed turkey on the side of it. It's it like a sure raised, do. embossed. It's ribbed for her pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> also, <laughs> when you see something like that, you know also it's also tapered, <laughs> which is good. You don't want blunt edges. Wait. No, it, I mean, it looks classy, though. I mean, it it's does. It's a really is. classy a looking bottle. Like, this would look really good with an LED light just underneath. Can, can we yeah. go back to you... Wore glasses for this specific bottle. <laughs> yeah, Wait, you decided to do this? It was this. a decision that was made. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. I told my girlfriend yeah. I'm bringing wild turkey, oh, unforgotten. Blah blah. And she goes, wild turkey. She's like, that's Hunter S. Thompson. She's like, we should dress up like Hunter S. Thompson today. <laughs> and I went, yes, we should. And then she couldn't make it. And I went, well, I'm at least keeping the glasses. Oh. Mm. Uh, Yep, there was thought. So a little role play, There's too. There was a thought. In my, yeah, there is. <laughs> and I am so jerked up about it. Fascinating. Fascination. Legs. Oh, man, on the nose, I'm getting honey. I'm getting um, uh, black cherries. I'm getting a bit of uh, uh, ginger snap. Huh. Very lately. He's better than me at this. God, yeah, that's nailing it. Great baking spice, ginger, yes. allspice, yep. yep. black pepper. Yep. That allspice really kicks in. And then, like, the nice, solid caramel backbone. Like, it's very bourbon-expected caramel vanilla. Nice, rich, full caramel, yeah. yep. It is, that, that, it, it's rich with nothing that uh, really overtakes, though. That Christmas no. spice just overwhelms a lot on the nose, and I, that's what I like about it the most. Mm. Yeah, you get way more of the spice than the heat on the nose, for mm-hmm. sure. Well, it's got drink like a sweetness it. too at the end. It's got, it's got the good burn. It's got the tongue tingles. Yeah, it starts out in the back. I mean, it's it works its way forward. Definitely, Dell. It's higher proof. I don't know that it's real high proof. Uh, I mean, here's it? here's what I do. Gotta, I think it's I think it's spicy. What is hey, the proof? there's no there's Lincoln County process charcoal like bullshit that? that's on this one. That's what? what I like about this one. Where'd that bottle go? It's back there somewhere. Oh, somebody shoved it in my hand. She's gone. I think it's on the neck, the proof. I had to search for it. Use your words. I love the dark fruit notes that come through here because yeah. it's not even like cherry. It's like black currant, blackberry, like those really dark fruits. Yeah, even almost a little raisin I'm getting. Yeah. Now, I want to curtail your statement of raisin. We drank a barley wine earlier. That was heavily raisin. Dark, dark don't plum. like barley wines because of the heavy like raisin on it. This I agree. Yeah, maybe a little raisin, but it's not like barley wine weird. 
gross. Yeah, but it's distilled. <laughs> it's not the yeast so, that's coming yeah, through. It's, it's, it's yeah. coming from the barrel in this case. Yeah, but yeah. maybe well, what that yeast you know what you're talking about. But that was maybe for what Ernie. <laughs> but maybe what Chris is asking is like, what's the difference between like a good like decent barley one that has that flavor and then. Like I'm thing. saying it's just not as pronounced, right? Okay. When we say, oh, there's raisin in this or there is raisin in that, there's there's levels. That barley wine was heavily, like, raisiny. This one has a hint or a tish of, right? It just walked by. It got one frame in a movie. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm thinking of it when he talks about, like, different fruit flavors. It's not, like, the standard fruit flavor, like yeah. cherry. It's, yeah. it's a little deeper. It's a little... Yeah. Different, a little bit more a little earthy, that almost darker, like black yeah. currant. Yeah, yeah, the black currant is the biggest, very, like something yep. very that cassis yep. intensity. Yeah. Well, this isn't bad. This isn't a bad whiskey. I would put a, I, I would put a barley wine in this barrel. <laughs> okay, if we're gonna, Heck yeah. if we're gonna rate this from zero to five, guys. It's the first time we've done this today. Yeah, yeah. We, we we tried to rate something earlier, and then yeah. <laughs> we're, going, we're going on break. All right, so uh, what do you think? Dan? Quarter zero increments, zero to five. Five being the best, zero being the absolute worst. Can we do points? Like yeah, point two, two five. five. That quarter increments, quarter that's kind of what that meant. I've sure not that for many, 4. many 5? Yeah. Okay, Chris, out of five, what do you think? What's the price of the bottle? That might hold on to your pantaloons. <laughs> no, no. We're gonna do that. Rate the juice. Rate the juice. 52.5, I think is what I saw. Um, no, I, I think it's good. I don't think it's exceptional. I think it's good. Uh, four and a half. Okay. Chris. Four and a quarter. Yeah, I would go four and a quarter. Um, couple things. I mean, there's a lot of good flavor in it, but it doesn't taste that aged. And I know how much it costs. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was super excited. So, are you? I mean, it's a good bottle. I would definitely drink this any time I had the opportunity. Yeah, you're not kicking out of the bed, but but you're not not also cheating on your girlfriend for this one. And I'm leaving some room for what we have in store for us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Tori? Four and a quart. How about you, Evan? Uh, Four point five. Yeah, I'll give this a four point two five. That's good. It's really really good. good. Complex flavors in there. It's really good. Nothing wrong with it at all. I'll drink it every day of the week, and but I would we, not pay for this to drink every day of the week. Right, and what's we next? don't have Ernie at the table. Well, wait, wait, wait. Well, what is the price, though? Yeah, about no. 200 bucks. Uh, yeah, right. about 200 <laughs> All right. The, the, so, the, but I will say to the barrel aspect of it, it you're getting more body from this. Like, yeah. It's not thin. So oh, it's, it's nice definitely rich. hitting in. I just don't know what the char level was that somebody would be expecting. Because the color is... As long as the full, Chris. As long as the foolproof comes there right after. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yep. I was just writing down. What I, I will say I did have a chance to try the first time they released Master's Keep, and that was a 17 year, and it was extraordinary. Yeah, the 17 was incredible. It's one of the best whiskeys yeah. I've ever yeah. had, and I I'm this willing is great, to bet this is probably half as old. It is. There's. I think if you have the box. It says that it's a blend of some stuff. I do have a box. And I don't think... I left it at home. I don't think anything's older than like 10, 12 in there. Yeah. yeah. So it's... It, it's Yeah, it's not it's not what the earlier edition was. And it's more expensive, so... Yeah, which is a bummer and for me. less available, actually, because yes. of the bourbon <laughs> trend. <laughs> the bourbon trend is really pissing me off. 
I wish I would have got into bourbon like 15 years ago, so I would have like, I don't know, maybe stocked up and be like, oh, I got a bunch of fucking Rip Van Winkle fucking 15s. 15 years ago, I didn't have money. Stocked up. Yeah. Well, I mean, I still so don't. I could say. still do plasma, so but, let's but go. Back, but back then, <laughs> Pappy Van Winkle 15 was a $60 bottle. $50 bottle. Well, I think it was still like 70 bucks or more. I remember, you yeah, I mean, I like, remember you when Booker's it. was $60 a yeah. bottle, and I went, yep. okay, guys, <laughs> I bought it this really fancy bottle of bourbon. Want to try it with me? Oh. And it was, I paid $60 for a bottle of Booker's, and my buddy goes, yeah, do you have any Coke? I went, it's $60 a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have Coke for this. <laughs> like, you kidding and I think me? you got to use cherry Coke. <laughs> <laughs> if you, you added up the cost of everything in this glass. episode, it's going to exceed four digits. So yes, sure. you're, you've uh, come a long way. <laughs> I know, man. I, uh, ugh. And sometimes it's dumb. All right. Well, the See next the next segment of our podcast is sponsored by the Spirit Shop in Fargo. Oh yeah, the last one was sponsored by Bridgeview, and the one prior to that was Happy Harry's. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Was I it? lied. Bottle Barn. Was it Bottle Barn? Yeah. Bottle Barn, way way south. Mm-hmm. I think that's their actual location. <laughs> if you type into Google Bottle Barn, way way south. Uh, that's where I found the Remus repeal. You can tell how long someone's lived in Fargo-Moorhead by what they consider South Fargo. <laughs> like way South Fargo. Versus like... like I call that New Fargo. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's stuff my mom's like, I don't even recognize that. I don't know what that is. That's not the town anymore. When I moved here, old Chicago was the border between yeah. North Dakota and South Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> Now it's like 17 fucking miles past, and who has time to go there? I have friends that live there. You, they're like, you want to hang out? I'm like, no, no, I'm not paying to take a cab that far. It's like going to Minneapolis. I know, it's it's, it's a fucking <laughs> rough drive, isn't it? <laughs> it's too much. But I, I do got to say, I got to sh- give a shout out to Ronnie for hooking me up with this CYPB uh, Weller. Which is what we're going to discuss next, which is like the one of the most hardest to find, I think. Most hardest. Area. Look at you most overemphasizing. Hardest, like, there was. Okay, a few years ago, <laughs> we asked whiskey drinkers to craft your perfect bourbon. CYPB. Well, Online by visiting yourperfectbourbon.com and choosing their ideal bourbon recipe, proof, warehouse, location, and age. Thousands chose weeded bourbon, just like Will, William LaRue Willard did years ago. Uh, <laughs> this limited edition whiskey is the result of the overwhelming consensus. A weeded recipe, bourbon. So who's weeded bourbon fans here? Me. I'm, I am. Just hands up. Other, like other Evan and Knox? Evan I mean, too. Me, like, Evan too. That's what I said, other Evan. Oh. Evan too. Sorry, I got his name wrong. I like weeded, but my <laughs> preference is generally rye. Right. I, yeah, I'm me, a uh, yeah. I do lean towards the weed and shit. Um, yeah. I always like weed and stuff. Old Elk. That's right up on my new fucking and, favorite. And apparently, category. fans of Buffalo Trace would agree with you because when they were afforded the opportunity to craft your perfect bourbon. <laughs> but what's funny is, they if you chose go, weeded. Do you go on any bourbon fucking sites on Facebook? 
shit on wheat all the time. And then they go, just bought a $12,000 bottle of Pappy. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you people even talking about it's anymore? It's the same fucking... Same recipe. Yeah, it's the same, same um, mash bill. Yeah. yeah. Wild, wild characters. So anyway, CYPB. I, I Real am, sweet. Thank you very much. Real easy on the nose. Ronnie from Spirit Shop for hooking me up with this one. It's toffee. Mm, very much to English toffee. Well, I don't know if it's English. A little bit of banana. You get banana, huh? Just a little bit. I get like light orange peel. Like, yeah, I, I was gonna yeah, say the, like, banana citrus. peel like, yeah. more than banana. Little what do you cups, get? Little Arrested peel. on the weekends? <laughs> Sorry. It's really sleepy at nine o'clock. There's not a playground around here, right? <laughs> not yet. Yeah, I get the banana. I like the banana nut bread. I get I get I get nuts. As you were saying banana nut bread, I got like that on the nose. type of walnut or something. Oh, on the on the mouth though. Mm. On the mouth though. What caramel podcast oh. is this? Uh, the, uh, CYPB, uh, call your personal personal Beatrice. Should we do an uh, ASMR <laughs> on CYPB? I get like a... <laughs> oh, yeah. Evan is my banker, yeah. by the way. I bring my banker with me. Yep. What? He tells you if you can afford the bourbons or not. <laughs> As no, he just banker, reminds me I need to pay my he line He pulls out his watch, <laughs> his watch calculator. Uh, you can't do this. <laughs> He's like, now I can bill this hour. <laughs> <laughs> you said beer enough times. <laughs> Damn. I get some, like, caramel notes a little, but not, like, caramel it's, as it's with milk. It's not a caramel bomb. No. I get it with, if it's caramelized sugar. Yeah. Burnt sugar. So, like, some people might call it toffee. Or, like, amber sugar is what I, like, if... In brewing aspects where it's it's not like super dark colored. And Ladies and gentlemen, amber. welcome to the stage. Amber sugars. Like Pilsner Malt <laughs> versus Vienna Malt. Amber sugar. Right. That's what I said. Sugar. Man, this is oh, just, just one. She's a twin. She does it. It's very gentle. It is. It is anybody else gonna get like um <laughs> like red vines on the on the finish? Red vines? You like licorice? Oh the licorice. Oh, I really like that. Like, okay, it's somebody really, say, it's really I hear silky. leather randomly somewhere back there. Yeah, yeah. Who said that? Yeah, there's some very. There's some darkness at the very, very back end of it that you might say is leathery or smoky or something. It's not. It takes a goddamn minute for it to get there. But if you're sitting and sipping on this, and not. Uh, Chasing it one after one like I typically drink. If you actually let it sit in your mouth for a little bit and swallow and, and wait for it to go through your system, <laughs> you get some you get some of that little leather stuff, right? But it, it's no. not like new leather. It would be like you're going to sports cuts and you choose that massage package. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck yeah, you Oh, that makes sense. How many of those have you gotten today? All of them. Well, you, he's gotten three. You got two. So you're pretty close. I have three now. 
What's really he interesting to me out, though, in between is segments. knowing <laughs> hey, that come on. this sits but in the same we had warehouse to hear Buffalo <laughs> Trace, right next to it, <laughs> mm. on the mm-hmm. same racks. I've seen it there, like, yep. and it's aged for the same amount of time. It's just a different recipe, and mm-hmm. it tastes so much different than like the standardly available Buffalo Trace. Fuck, that's delicious. I mean, just who does to be able to like take samples of every barrel and just like choose which is the best. I yeah, think that'd be that. it's I really a fun be, thing to be a part of actually to get you've to do the been barrel a part program. of that. Yeah. And yeah. I I know other people that have been a part of it, and it's Jesus Christ, invite me. I just want it, one it's, time. It's pretty fun to get to pick out a whole barrel of whiskey, and it's especially fun to get the samples and see how totally different they are. And yeah. Did you get to go there or did they mail you the I've 10 done, samples? I've that they done were? both. I, okay. I just Damn went there it, and visited. Damn it, you've done it multiple times. But I didn't get to do the barrel pick on site. Okay. That's a different experience. They'll mm. like actually roll out the barrels and then when they do roll that, like Evan, if you guys were to like somehow yeah, go to barrel. Buffalo Trace and pick a barrel out, right. like when you picked the barrel that you wanted to bottle, you would get to sign the barrel head and like your whole team would like yeah. all get to put their signatures mm-hmm. on the barrel. That's got to be a nice and then they cool barrel experience, it up, right? Bottle it up for you and then send you the all the cases. And then plus the top the gets thrown away and sent to a wood no, chipper. Your oh, signature's no. gone you forever. You get to keep it. They you send it to, to you. Keep you it. Keep what it. you should do and what you should exactly what you, you should, should send do it to a brewery, brewery and yeah. then you split the bottles that come out of it and then you sell it out of your place. Exactly. So it's like it. One, and you I've get done a really good barrel for a brewery, but then you also get to make additional exactly. This is super... C- I love your and guys. I've, I've done that on both sides of the equation, both as a liquor store, purchasing a barrel and then putting juice in, uh, putting beer in that and then selling that I beer. And then I've also that. done that as a uh, brewery, accepting a barrel and putting something into it. So, All right, real quick, I have 11 quick stories. <laughs> okay. first, first, first one. First of 11. <laughs> okay, I have two. I was I was chatting with some dudes at Happy Harry's, and they were talking about the first time that they were ever uh, did a personal barrel pick of something. They were having a tough time choosing, and they got they narrowed it down to these final two barrels, right? And then some little fella came and walked by. He goes, do you mind if I help you choose? And they're like, yeah, sure, whatever. Thought it's some dude. It was Elmer T. Lee. No way. <laughs> it was Elmer T. Lee. This is the story they told me at Happy Harry's. True or false, I don't fucking know, but this is what they said. Elmer T. Lee walked by and went, I'll help. And then helped them pick their very first uh, single barrel buffalo trays. No way. Bottle. Hmm. That's what they said. Who told you that story? Dustin? Sa fella. Uh, I think his name was Fella. I have to ask. <laughs> I gotta, but I gotta, that's I gotta what go they said. And even if, it's, even if it's made like, up, do, I want to know. That's like, a do you good have a, story. Do you have a little hat on. It's and pretty good story. That'd be cool, though. right? That'd be really cool. That would be cool. Now, did op- he sell you a bottle of Albert Lee right <laughs> now? <laughs> oh, by the way, we I'll have, have some bottles. Oh, like there's ever any Elmer T. Lee just readily available. <laughs> I did see it one time at the fucking. Cashwise, just south of the bottle barn. Yeah, and they didn't even know just what walked they had. in like four <laughs> bottles of Elmer T. Lee and some uh, McKenna single barrels and uh, Blanton's. I'm like, oh, I'll take one of each. I'm like, how many can I get? She's like, you're gonna take them all. I'm like, okay, I will. <laughs> I spent eight hundred dollars on bourbon that day. I'm like, I'm like, all right, all of them. <laughs> 
Now I'm taking them off. Yeah, and it wasn't because you were going to sell it later on. Oh, I drank them and I gave them away as gifts, you know? Yeah, exactly. See? Um, But, okay, my other barrel story. I was at a different liquor store. Oh, one you don't want to promote, I I would say. (laughs) The other one you will? It it was a different (laughs) liquor store. And he goes, we bought a barrel after it got used. And here's the cool thing. You fill it up like 50% with water and let it sit for a long time, and it soaks all the alcohol out of it. He goes, we checked it last year, 80% alcohol, and it tastes great. And then he goes, do you want to try some? This is this year's bottle. I went, well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah. Of course I do. Uh, Yeah. I will try anything. I've made far more questionable (laughs) decisions in my life. Would you like to buy a lightning rod? So I drank his whiskey whiskey barrel water, and it tasted like whiskey barrel water. And he goes, I'm assuming this is 60% alcohol. And I went, I'm assuming you don't know what alcohol tastes like. Wait, wait, wait. Was, <laughs> how was how much dark colored was it? It was not dark colored water. <laughs> what did they do? Put it through a Brita filter? It, <laughs> it was the most ridiculous part of oh my, my entire God. whiskey drinking life. Have you guys seen what? that? There was almost zero what color was to one it. of the display barrels that they bring. through a Brita filter. It's like plywood. <laughs> we left up there for 17 minutes. <laughs> it was so it was so the most ridiculous thing I've ever fucking been a part of in my life. But I had to say yes. You know but what's you're crazy? Of course. I knew oh, it was gonna be, I knew it was gonna be garbage. And he gave it to me and he was like, Yeah, right? I'm like, Yeah, yeah. Hey, Have you Chris, seen you want to crack? I had to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You see that documentary Pappy Gate? No. They talk about that in in Pappygate. They talk in, in Kentucky. That's a thing that like underage people do all the time. Is they get used barrels, fill them up with water, and then drink what comes. Water. Yes. They'll just fill <laughs> a don't? little bit of water in it, and then wait you want for some it to wood sweat, water, <laughs> and it comes out alcoholic, and so they drink it. Well, it would probably yeah, this did why come not out be two percent, I think. I, yeah, it yeah. depends. I mean, I'm gonna guess how much yeah. water to alcohol ratio. My guess is this was three percent alcohol at and best. And you let it sit for like a, a year between seasons, it, it can kick it up two to three percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Hey, Chris. Right. Well, guess I what? get the idea, but he did this. Oh, like, uh, we were talking. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, He's Chris. a bitch. <laughs> this is fun. I like it. You're next. I'm pick what? pick what's next. We were doing the other oh, well, one, weren't we? Yep. We're, we're Did we want to write this one down the line? Well, we have a rate. I guess you. Can. We can. I mean, we don't have to. I was just. Yeah, let's do it. I just think it's good. Or are you not rating that one? Well, we had to do the first one. Well, we're not he doesn't know anything. what he's doing. We're just like. We did rate the last one. I was just we confused. <laughs> Do you want to pour that, or you want to just wait? I was gonna let you do it. I'd pour mine. Oh, oh I'm gonna pour you. for you. Such I'd... a gracious my host, Chris. So Happy birthday! <laughs> I'm glad I got to meet you. It is my birthday. What? Is it really? <laughs> no. That'd be weird. <laughs> yes, it's in See, August. How how shitty is your life <laughs> if you drive four hours to hang out with people that don't know you? <laughs> it was. Well, okay, we well, I know him. Yeah. But yeah. Are, you know. Is that weird? Yeah. Yeah. Is that was that much, Chris? Chris even looked at me, who I've known for years. Went, ah, it's a that's tax a lot. deduction. <laughs> you give him a lot. <laughs> right off. 
I'm sorry is what I meant to say. Oh, no. I was, I was hoping we were going to open some <laughs> of sorry, ours. Some whiskey. We can. We can do whatever you want. We, we could. And then... Uh, yeah, okay. we're gonna, but we're... How about this? Let's finish this whiskey, chat about it. Let's take a smoke break and then drink some of this crap he brought. We can bring no, the we swill. Still have, we like... can do the swill. Yeah. <laughs> Chris. Oh, we call it barrel-aged swill. We're best friends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, that would be the greatest beer name ever. We should. I should barrel-aged barrel swill. Swill. <laughs> Just like... <laughs> Chris, Throw everything at it. Let's Chris, it. we got three. <laughs> awesome. We got three high-profile. Knox, it's, it's fucking. It's February now. <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing for a minute. Okay, <laughs> we can we can take a break. Yeah. After we're the gonna, we're gonna. Oh, we'll drink more. We'll make let's, you do let's, it. Let's, All right. We'll be right back after let's, this. Oh, what? No, you don't want no, to finish this to... one we that we were doing that we said we're going to do this we one? Just poured all oh, this one. Oh, yeah, we're going to do, do the <laughs> foolproof. Okay. But he's sober. <laughs> Let's finish the well. At least the driver's got it under control. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh, Are we I even sure it. this is being recorded? Do we get any ratings <laughs> for uh... Oh, shit, we forgot <laughs> to press. No. Oh, it's right there. Oh, That's the one thing. This is one proof. The this one thing we know is being recorded. This isn't going away. <laughs> when you reach a certain length, it becomes an art piece of a, of a podcast. It's like Andy Warhol, level experimental. Just leave it recording we when everyone passes out. Yeah, even when we go smoke, the silence will be fun for everyone. Our listeners will be like, oh, thank fucking God. I actually needed this. Is that somebody snoring? <laughs> Just the listeners. <laughs> We'll sell the silence on Patreon. <laughs> Fuck those people for supporting us with actual money. Just put some pictures. Maybe of, there'll like, be another pandemic the and Netflix will pick you up. No, no, hey, no, no, no Patreon <laughs> listeners. But how boring is your life that you paid for this? Fuck you, Jacob. No, I just love. I love Jacob, and he was here. Yeah, he's. I'm. I'm glad he came. I didn't actually mean right. fuck him. So, okay, everybody. We're doing so, what are the we doing Weller here? Full Weller proof. No filter. This is the full proof. Oh, oh yeah, I'll say shit. Full proof. Oh no. Yeah, I know. So So the last one we had was the choose your own, right? Yes. What's the rating? Ah. Uh, we'll get to it. Uh, this one's spicier on the nose. Yeah, it's it's fruitier too. I actually get yes. some cherry. Yes. Like I said, a lot more of the cherry notes. It's got less of the I think this one may have less of your typical bourbon sweetness. Wait, I might be wrong. Third smell was way different than the first smell. Cheryl Crow song. Which one? First it smell makes is the you worst happy. smell. Is that the song? No. Oh, all right. What song is it? Is that the title of the song? So proof on this one at full proof is... 57% alcohol, so... One fourteen. Twelve percent more the, than the last one. Yeah, I think this one's much spicier. Yeah. And than the last one. I just checked because I wasn't sure. Age on this is anywhere between six to eight years. So right around the same spot. I mean as as CYPB, CYPB yeah. was eight years. So even a little younger maybe, or a blend of some that's a little younger. But well, the, color okay, so is definitely no, no. Darker. So this is not a blend. 
No. So this is a this is a rarity. Oh, this is a single barrel. Pick. This is a rarity, even in the fucking rarity oh, market. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, yep, yep, you're right. So it's a foolproof barrel pick from Happy mm-hmm. Harry's. So this is a single barrel barrel proof. Barrel Not just foolproof. It's barrel proof. Yeah, yeah. How many dicks did you have to suck to get that? That's the question. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> was that your lottery pick? I sucked pick? the exact amount. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, when I got there, uh, uh, they didn't have a whole bunch to choose from that I really was re- super excited about. Um, so you just sucked whatever one was there. How many like, Vienna sausages? Like, who's your lowliest <laughs> employee? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's getting lucky today. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd you hire today? I'll huh. fuck that. Come here, Juan. <laughs> no, actually, but I... But I've never had Weller foolproof, so I—I I, I mean, so I am excited to get it. But you always want something like it. I—I just really wanted the newest Old Fitzgerald. Oh. Everybody else shoots for the moon. I'm like, I want Old Fitzgerald. Yeah. I love. Yeah. Old Fitzgerald whiskey. Yeah. Love it. And 19 might be the last year they did it. The 19 year. Of course. Yeah. And if it's the last time they do a decanter series, like give me four bottles, I want to drink two and sell two. Yeah, that bottle's beautiful, dude. Fuck like that nice decanter top on it. It's so pretty. they're pretty. Yeah, I don't like things going in my butt, but I'd pull that one out. <laughs> uh, anyway, so this is a uh, spicier than the last one. I this <laughs> this may just be proof that I am a proof whore, but this is way better to my palate than the previous yeah. one. Yeah. Mm. And it's the same juice. I mean, original mm-hmm. juice, same original juice, aged for about the same amount. It's got it's more oakiness. Yeah. It's got more like uh, like graham cracker, cinnamon sugar stuff going on. So it's, it's typically foolproof blended? Typically. Or always single barrels? Typically. No, this one typically is not single barrel. This if, is single if, barrel. If it doesn't right? say this one is a single barrel. Yeah, but it, typically it is blended. Typically this bottle but, is a blend between six to eight years. They'll... Unless it a says single barrels. barrel, it's blended, yes. right? Yeah. Unless it's like blends, right? <laughs> well, yes. but blends well, well, single, single, single barrel. Yeah. That one yeah. says single barrel. Good job. Thank Don't you. Touch you. Oh my goodness. Neato. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. We're best friends. Besties. Look at us. <laughs> Can't wait for the divorce papers. BFF. Ooh. So no. are we gonna hang out and write together? <laughs> BFF for a month. No. <laughs> and anyway, the, the cool like, thing about I this is like if this you can better. get your hands on it, it's not that expensive. It's not no, a super I, expensive. I mean, bottle. it was just, 70, 60. Yeah, it's just hard something. to find. You can't really mm-hmm. like everything Weller, everything Buffalo Trace now. Even Buffalo Trace is hard to find yes. here sometimes. Yep. Which is dumb. Now, don't get me wrong. I like Buffalo Trace, and at thirty to thirty-five dollars a bottle, it's probably my favorite thirty to thirty-five dollar bottle. Well, I think. But why does it have to like be twenty-three ninety-nine? The ones that are buying the whole barrels, so it's, I, it's cheap. Twenty-three I, or twenty-five ninety-nine. The bottle shop or something like that in Moorhead. I stop by there every once in a while anywhere. just because it's on my way home. Yeah, just, eighty to one hundred twenty dollars. They had it. They had it behind <laughs> the. Sh- Fucking cashier, get fucked. Like someone was like, gonna steal you. it. Like a one point seven five? Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh-uh. All right. No, it's just one guy in a cup of it. <laughs> <laughs> but it came with a t-shirt. Hey, <laughs> and it is one. Hey, 
Just a dirty Bill plastic Bill cup. 60 bucks? With saran wrap over it. There's a bucket sticker that goes a, with it. And a rubber band. <laughs> we, That's where they're selling. We bought the wrong... <laughs> then he wafted it at me. We bought the wrong toilet paper for the dispenser. Bucks. So you get a roll with every bottle. It's a package deal. I just... I love... That's when... That was like six months ago. I saw that. And I just went... I... I need to be done. That's funny. I've never seen that locally, but like I, to- I sent you pictures when I was in Kentucky yeah, of like it's the wild. shit on the secondary prices yeah. on the shelves. I know so they do that in the cities. There's several stores yeah, in the cities like, that do that. When I if you want to feel like you're traveling, oh, just man. go to Moorhead's Bottle Shop and be like, <laughs> <laughs> at the prices of so their. We, so uh, we have we don't have like down in Sioux Falls we have Buffalo trays. Yeah, I mean like That's same like, deal. Like it's yeah, limited. And, They'll post. When they get it in and shit, but it's you know for your seven fifties, it's thirty three bucks. Yeah. Like that's yeah, that's it's what great. It be at. I yeah. I it's love it. Fabulous. It's great, great that's price what it point. Should be at. I mean, it's went up yeah. ten dollars after it, the last it's, couple that's of kind years. of where well, it should and, be at. And well, and yeah. a lot of places can still get barrels of that, so they can do store yeah, picks. They, but Weller like has like Weller is we've never we just got a store pick no. a Weller. And when I when I went there, they they know how much of a problem it is and they've just recently did and they love it too no they hate it they hate it dude oh they like to the point where they just invested two billion dollars to create a whole new still and their still is like five stories two billion and every three months they're putting up a new rick house that holds 500 almost should i record the shit (laughs) so they're trying i mean they're really trying like that's the funniest thing you've said in four years. <laughs> you are recording. No, I'm not. Because, yeah, you are. It's recording. Because there's like, there maybe some. You You're know? done. Cut them off. <laughs> it's recording now. It's recording. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we take a break. Final thing. Last thing. Before he hits stop, don't hit stop. <laughs> last thing I want to know. Last thing I want to know from everybody at the panel. What's your pick? CYPB or foolproof? Foolproof. 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 We all kind of agree on that. You like? No question. Uh, Ernie likes the CYPB because he likes the lower proof. Yeah. I like CYPB. You like? Yeah. I like CYPB. Evan, number two. Well, good thing we weren't (laughs) recording. Uh, Thanks, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. Shut the fuck up, Knox. I'm hosting now. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. We're going to be right back after these cigarettes. Hit pause. Knox, you're fine. Hit pause. (laughs) Hit pause. Hit pause. Still hit pause. (laughs) Hit it again. Hit it like it paid for it. Just press stop. Holy (laughs) Christ almighty. All right. So it's at this point in the podcast that I check out and take a little nap. Um, but I wanted to, uh, come on here and say a couple of things before, uh, yeah, it's never here for me again. I wanted to give you guys a couple, couple things about the podcast, whatever. Um, okay. So we had a little bit of, um, a, a voting deal about our favorite brewery on the podcast. Uh, we had three categories. We had best beer, best atmosphere, and best staff. For best beer, we nominated Utapil's, Falling Knife, Cottonwood, Junkyard, and Swing Barrel. And my pick is Utapil's. 
For Best Atmosphere, we nominated Drecker, Atypical, Utapils, Far North Spirits, and Wild Terra. And my pick is Drecker. And for the Best Staff, we nominated Urban Growler, Sewers River, Swing Barrel, Junkyard, and Drecker. And my pick was Urban Growler. Oh, hey, before we start, since uh, I passed out for a good, what, an hour and a half after they were recorded? Or I while... thought it was two and a half. So, well, but... no, it wasn't that long. I think it was two. So I okay. said two. But there's another. A while. Okay, so uh, Finale Party Part Two is going to be about an hour and 15 minutes long or so. Uh, no ads or whatever in there. But um, um, before we start my little spiel here, I'm going to crack open Drecker's Super Mega Lager. What is that? 4.5%. And there's a shot here that I have of Old Forester 1920. So I'm going to do a rip shot chug. And uh, for all you listeners out there, all 50 of you who regularly tuned in, <laughs> uh, here's to you guys. Uh, here we go. Oh, Rio. Oh, Rio. All right. Your turn to take a shot, honey. Am I supposed to make the noises? Oh, no. Like, known? No, you don't have to. Okay. No. Well, I'm just doing... Yep. Uh, Truly and a Bonhez Mezcal. Yes. yes, please let them know, so... Mm. Okay, start this one off here. Uh, go ahead. My shot first. Yep, shot first. Here we go. And then your chug. Hmm, not bad. Ooh, a little peppery. Yep, that's a mezcal for you. Followed by a truly wild berry, hard <laughs> seltzer. So when I decided to do a podcast, uh, how, how on board on that were you? Did you even know what a podcast was? Yes, I knew what podcasts were and are, and was on board. I was like a little, like, what? What are you going to do? Oh, this is Shannon, my wife, by the way. Hi. Whose house that we have the studio in. Yep. Uh, Every Sunday for a couple years. Four years. Four years. Um, No, I had no idea what it all involved and how much time it would take. And yeah, it was quite an experience. And I met a lot of awesome people. So, like, what was your favorite moments of uh, having the podcast people here? I know I'm pretty sure it wasn't driving to Minneapolis both times that you drove drove us back and was our DD oh, the whole time. Oh, driving in Minneapolis when yeah. you have <clears throat> all the podcasters in the vehicle and they're a little lit because they've had a good day. <laughs> that was interesting in the traffic and stuff. But, you know, they made it all right. They made it better. Um, I think my best experiences were just having everybody here every Sunday. It was nice to, it's nice to have people here, good people hanging out outside in the summer. You know, I, I, I don't know. I, they're all good people and that's my best memory of it. I, I don't know. Just everybody here on Sunday. Nice. I'm going to miss that a little bit. Minus the dishes. Um, <laughs> I'm going to miss that. Well, I did most of them. Not, mm, the, not in the beginning, mm, but, when I, but we got yeah, enough okay. of them. He's full of shit. No, I'm not. Yeah, he is. <laughs> All right, sometimes I leave some because I'm too drunk to put them in there without well, breaking them. <laughs> they go to bed, it happens, it's fine. All right. Um, yeah, so my favorite episodes uh, for me especially was uh, doing that Barrel Age series. All right, episode 104, 105, and 106, Barrel Age Brews, part, parts three. There's three parts. 
Um, but the two parts that I really was proud of is uh, part one and two, uh, when I got Tom Knowlton and Aaron Yonke to talk about their barrel aging processes of Drecker and Junkyard Brewing. That was kind of a fun deal. And I asked everybody the same 10 questions and I broke it up into what I thought was good breakups in there about talking about the beers and having them answer the same questions. So I thought that was pretty fun. Going to events was really fun too. It was a little stressful at first trying to figure out the whole background noise and dial that in or try to delete it. It was impossible. Uh, but meeting all the people that came through and, and seeing them and, and trying all the different beers that the beer vendors had, it was awesome. The last year and a half, I decided to not record them in, there anymore because I wanted to actually enjoy them instead of being all business-like and trying to record and, and get the uh, vendors on mic as well, which was fun the first couple of years, you know, three years. But I really wanted to uh, focus more on our experiences and then, then relaying, relating that to you, the, the listeners. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's been fun. I, I think my favorite part of it, the whole show, was actually going to tap and doing taproom takeovers. It was stressful setting everything up. Uh, a little little story for you guys that nobody knows about yet. But when we went to Utpils, uh, we went to Utpils on a Friday and Falling Knife on a Saturday. And we get all the way down there and we're setting up, putting all the microphones in Utpils. And I had forgotten the laptop in Fargo. I was there for this. Yep. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. Um, I asked the guy who was going to be, we're going to be interviewing the taproom manager because Jeff McClure couldn't make it. He had a, a an event he had to attend. And I'm like, all right, I guess I'll just drive back the four hours back to Fargo and then drive, pick up the laptop and drive four hours back. And then we'll uh, pick up in the morning when you guys open up and I'll get to take a nap in between. But then Chris is like, why don't you just go to Best Buy and buy a laptop? And I'm like, oh, fuck. Well, we had enough money between all of us to do so. So I went to Micro City, bought a laptop and shit and set it up. But that took forever because they didn't, their Wi-Fi was, wasn't all that great for transferring data and downloading everything I needed on this brand new laptop. You got to set it up, set up the audio. Uh, I took it like a champ. Uh, we didn't start until we we're supposed to start at like one. I don't think we started till five, right? Yeah. Yeah. It took quite a few hours. And, uh, we think we got done yeah. about seven. You held it together. Well, uh, that was, I, I was going to freak out. Yeah. But, uh, we, we got it. We got it, uh, we started recording at five and done at seven, I think, is what ended, what ended up happening. Um, uh, kudos to the manager. Um, I forget what episode that is off of hand, but that was probably like the worst experience I ever had on, on an episode, personally. That was a cool place, though, and they were all very nice. Yeah, Woodpills is a really yeah. cool place. I mean, that's the uh, location and everything. It's pretty pl cool. Plus, their European style beers are. I mean, they were all great. I don't. I don't think I had a one mediocre beer there. They were all good or awesome, yeah. and huge place too. Yeah. And with the, with that back, you know, patio nice and outdoor area. Yeah, yeah. I, I just can't say enough about meeting everybody in the beer industry 
personally, going to the events, going to the breweries, actually talking to the owners and brewers was my favorite part. Getting the knowledge, making friends, having laughs. And in the last year and a half too, really getting the uh, Fargo-Moorhead, West Fargo comedy scene into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was that was kind of like a, a, another thing for me too, another step in the right direction, I think, and getting some really great guests on here. Uh, sometimes it's kind of dry and and I feel like, yeah, we have done episodes when it's just me, Chris, and Ernie. Um, and when, But when, you know, Chef Kev left, I felt like there was, you know, there needed to be somebody else here to, to f- make a fuller episode. Jade came on the podcast for a while before she moved to Fergus Falls, Minnesota. Loved having her on. Oh, Jade, yeah. And, uh, you know, Travis back in the day and Andrea, she was awesome too. She was the mother back in the day in the first started few, out with yep, you yep, yep in the first couple of months uh and thanks to maddie for passing out as much knowledge as he could about running the show man that was a fucking learning curve how to i mean i was a musician for a long time and i knew how to hook things up like a pa but i didn't know anything about sound engineering or recording or plugins like I was a drummer, not a not a guitar player. I, I, like I, all I know is like overdrive and chorus, and like the shutoff switch, the gate or noise gate, whatever. But I learned a lot in year two, especially, and I ended up doing a lot of uh, like research on audio recordings, and and that really boosted, I think, the level that we had as far as our sound quality and then getting the basement done and, um, in making 2020 it a better place. Yeah. And making it like much more soundproof, much more sound absorbing. So we don't have a lot of echoing. More comforting, more just relaxing. Yeah. yeah it's much nice more inviting space. atmosphere. Inviting. Yeah. Yep. We got a big 55 inch TV down here for the green room, AKA the bat cave. And we got a couple of monitors yeah. up here in the wall for our guests to look at. By the, the way, our house at, is really small. So. Yeah, it's, it's tiny. It's tiny. tiny. It really is. Uh, but yeah, once we got that done, I think um, all that hard work and in, in research paid off. And I think the podcast sounds great. And I really want to thank all of our listeners. And surprisingly enough, the uh, Moldova, that still baffles me to this day. Go to anchor.com where we do our podcast out of our RSS feed. It's it's kind of funny to see that our audience, Republic of Moldova, is 12% towards the end here of our downloads, which is really weird. Yay. Israel, Germany um, are above the 1%. Everything else is like below 1%, but yeah, a lot of countries... And a lot of uh, listeners out there that really wanted to come in and hang out. That's Appreciate awesome. that. Yeah. So I got, I got to say, it was this is really fun doing the podcast, and you know I'm I'm pretty sure I'm going to miss it to the point where if something fun comes in or that I can convince Chris and Ernie to come in and do an episode on like getting a really good bourbon or really stellar 
lineup of beers or something. Uh, we'll come in and we'll do an, maybe do an episode and just release it. It'll be lazy. We won't have any ads. Just for fun. Yeah, just for fun. Funsies. Yeah. But um, hey, you know, I, I I didn't get to say it out on the episode following this or the end of this episode, but uh, I got to say, thanks to you, our listeners, that home this podcast couldn't happen. And to you, I say, may your glasses be full and your spirits high. Hi, cheers. Cheers. This has been a pretty cat. <laughs> I mean, a pretty cat production of Bruised Blues and Reviews. For more information, Google some shit. And or head over to bruisedboozeandreviews.com. Thanks to our sponsors who allow me to drink for free. And support us and our podcast. You too can support me and allow me to retire at a reasonable age by supporting our sponsors. We have merch for sale. Podcast pants are extra. Have extra stuff for you to listen to on our Patreon. Uh, so basically... Go to bruisedboozeandreviews.com and uh, like us and shit. 